in a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Oh yeah, it is perfect. The Panthers got their first win of the season. We're happy to see that they go on the road and defeat the Arizona Cardinals 38 to 20. And the Cardinals came into this game better than the Panthers. They were one and one, right? They had a tie on their record, but the Panthers now moved to one and two. And it was an explosion of offense. The defense was exciting. We're here to chop it up. We're hanging out in the Vivid Seat studio tonight. And I'm hanging out. It's the C3 Panthers uh, post-game show, right? And um, I'm here with Cody Lashney. How you doing, my friend? Dude, I'm doing a lot better now, man. Oh, my God. Kyle Allen. Boy, we have some stuff to talk about, man. The chat room is already lit up. Michael Wayne, Carlton Cohen, Joey Esquivel, Jake DeLome, Underground West. The whole crew is here. And, boy, I am ready to do it. And Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, my friend. Let's roll. Um, there is There are a ton of calls coming into the cat calls line. The number is 252-228-5098. And um, we are excited to chop it up with you guys. Also in the house, Greg, the Bat Daddy, how are you? Man, I am fantastic. After a Panthers win, uh, there's really not much I can say other than I'm kind of in a euphoric state where everything's good, man. Like, I know I raised the question last night, last week, what happens if Kyle Allen does this? And guess what? Now we've got to answer what happened when Kyle Allen does this. So let's get into it, man. Let's chop it up. All right, Kyle Allen, four touchdowns, offensive explosion. What we got here was um, – uh, look, Greg Olson even had two touchdowns today. All right, offense on the table. The Panthers really in a, a must-win situation go into Arizona. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say the defense was uh, great at, at, at first, but they got better, right? And uh, so – where do you guys stand just watching this Kyle Allen performance now and thinking about this offense? So if I may go first here, listen, now that I'm scouting college players all the time, I love scouting the quarterback position. And let me tell you, I just saw a Kyle Allen that was changing plays at the line of scrimmage, zipping the ball into the back of the end zone to Curtis Samuel right where it needed to be, knowing how to extend the play keep the play alive, running the football, and moving around until DJ Moore comes to at the right time or you have Greg Olson open at the back of an end zone. Listen, man, I am not going to front. That was a very impressive performance by number seven, Kyle Allen, man. Listen, I have not been a believer in Kyle Allen, and I owe him all the apologies in the world. Homeboy balled out tonight, man. That's all there is to it. He did everything well. He looked under control. How do you not be impressed with that? How do you not? I, I, I agree with you, man. There's no way you cannot be impressed with it, but you've got to add the the factors into the yes. equation here. You, can, you can't leave every variable out. Uh, we, we did have almost no pressures on him this week, which means that the O-line did way better than it has before, having Greg yeah. Little back. We did have seven sacks on defense, which is phenomenal. That's, uh, I believe, six more than the entire rest of the season. And we were playing a two-win team from last year. So, you add all that in, it does change what's going on. Right. But I don't want to take away from Kyle Allen. It was a great game. I'm glad he did it. I'm glad it's a good win. 
I'll take it any day of the week. Uh, I just, um, you know, I got to think about the other stuff that happened too before I before I really get to. Yeah, it's definitely a different conversation if he does this against Houston. I mean that that's going to be a big matchup. Agreed. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, so, by the way, in high school, Kyle Allen was rated a higher ranked quarterback than Deshaun Watson was, and they both came out in the same year. So. Kyle Allen is showing you that he does have the potential, but I do agree. It was the Arizona Cardinals, uh, and we need to see him do it again. Yeah. Now, you All saw right. what happens, uh, and, and did this change your guys' mind potentially about the coaching staff, particularly Norv Turner, Cody, is that while we're not going up against the most formidable formidable defense in Arizona, you, uh, you saw how um, when you could execute certain things – how it really made the defense just play more honest. And that's the real thing here is, is Kyle Allen was playing with a lot of confidence. He felt it early, but they really put him in some good scenarios uh, to succeed. But he was just making the throws. That was it. I don't even think he was yeah. just playing a sensational football. Like I'm looking at him like all of a sudden like he's Patrick Mahomes. But I do think this is that that shows you it makes it a lot easier on the offensive coordinator when you call a seven-yard pass and the ball gets there when it's supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. And listen, uh, Daryl Williams did him no favors tonight. Uh, I mean, he had to make some plays on the run. He had to roll out of the pocket and and, and make those throws, and, and he did just that. Um, I'm not ready to say, oh, man, I was 100% wrong on North Turner because, like Greg said, we're playing the Cardinals. Um, it, this is a hard uh, test of – who we are as a football team right now. I'm not going to 100% turn around on North, but I feel that he called um, a good game plan today. And, yeah, I mean, you're seeing what the weapons put on this team in the offseason are meant to look like. That's why you have a DJ Moore, a Curtis Samuel. So I'm, I'm, I'm more happy than I was with the coaches, but I'm not you know, ready to jump back on the – they're the ones that are going to take us to the promised land trained yet okay so you're not turned around here but what we got is is there a qb controversy now (laughs) i still don't think so i still don't i think that you got to see this from more than one game from kyle allen like i said he's playing a team that was what they get the second pick last year in the the draft third uh the the no that was the first pick First pick, okay. Yeah, the Cardinals were the first pick in the draft. Okay, so first pick in the draft. You're looking at a team that was first pick in the draft last year. We should beat this team. And if yes. we don't, then we got problems. But uh, there, there, there were, there was no pressure on the quarterback. And, there, there, well, okay, I'll give it to you. There were a few plays where Kyle Allen had to roll out, and he had a little pressure on him, and he performed well. He did very good, and I'm very proud of that. But uh, there, there weren't uh, – it didn't look anything like the week one and week two with Cam Newton behind center. Yeah, where there was he was he had somebody in his face every snap. Yeah, uh, that, that, that makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. Uh, and and I'll I'll say this: uh, I don't know if we're at quarterback controversy yet, but I, I'll tell you what: the foundation has been laid. Uh, I mean, listen, after you see a quarterback give that kind of performance, I mean, I I, I was this is what I was worried about. If Cam comes back and looks a little rusty, how many people are shouting for Kyle Allen to come back? And, Greg, you're right, man. We have to see them do it against a better football team. I think Houston will be a wonderful test of our football team 
But man, it just seems like every year that we play the Cardinals, it's right what the doctor ordered. A shot in the arm. It sacks on defense. Uh, Dante Jackson looked incredible. Uh, man, this could not have come at a better time. But What were yeah. Allen's stats today again, Greg? He was uh, 19 for 26 for 261 and four touchdowns with a 144.4 passer rating, which is it, damn near perfect. This was yeah. our best uh, offensive performance, uh, or this is the most points we put up since I, um, I can remember. The Giants yeah. in 2017, I think. Yeah, I, uh, I, I want to give him credit, man. This was a great game. He did a great job. I don't want to act like I'm taking away from him, but go ahead, Cody. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, we put up we put up more points than we have, um, uh, I think since 2017. So, hey, man, uh, cheers to that, man. We, it was definitely um, a, a glimpse of what this offense has the potential to be, and what we were kind of wondering if we were ever going to see come from it. So. Definitely right what the doctor ordered, my friends. So when when we get this, is that all right? So you're looking at this offensive, you know, performance. You do have to keep in mind that we have um, that we have who the opponent is, right? And on top of that, yeah. if we do put this, if we do are posing the question between Cam Newton and Kyle Allen, um, I mean that's a, it's a silly question to ask if Kyle if Cam Newton is right. I feel like. But we haven't seen a right Cam Newton in a while. So the question then can, I think, really isn't if there's a QB controversy. It's not if if Cam is right. I don't think there is a controversy ever. But we haven't seen Cam be right in a long time. And right now, we don't know anything about the situation that's going on. We have continued to talk about how bizarre this is at, by, at this point. So there is um there is that and you got you have to keep in mind who the opponent was in this case but this was not all everything wasn't all lovely here Daryl Williams continues to be awful he has to be the worst worst um left tackle ever it, he's bad and then listen this is another reason why I'm not uh ready to congratulate all the coaches uh, I even retweeted this on Twitter. What other football team has their left tackle on rotation? I mean, come on. Either go at Greg Little or or believe in Daryl Williams for whatever reason. But yeah, Tell me Darryl what Williams happened with is, that. What happened with that? Why is it that Greg Little comes in and we look better? And then, and then Daryl Williams is back in getting trounced. Can I add to that? It's because yeah. Ron Rivera is terrible at, at assessing talent. Yes, so is, bad. Like, like I, I'm not on. I'm not quite on the hill yet where, where uh, Cody is about firing him, but he is terrible at assessing talent. And you know, sorry, uh, Greg Little is better than Darrell Williams. And, and he hasn't got replaced. He should be in there the whole time. Darrell Williams should be the backup. Period. There, there's no question about that. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and Ron Rivera has never been good at evaluating talent. Andrew Norwell would have never gotten paid the money he did by Jacksonville if uh, a Manny Silatolu didn't get hurt, and Ron Rivera was forced to play him all those years ago. Um, it, it really is maddening, man. I, I mean, then there was that third down call uh, where Chandler Jones uh, knocked the ball out of Kyle Allen's hand, and it was because Daryl Williams whiffed on that play. 
I mean, he is just, not good. He is not a left tackle. And you know what? And we shouldn't, and I shouldn't be getting on him. He wasn't ever meant to be a left tackle. Right. He right. really no. wasn't good enough to play right tackle in many cases. Is that I think he had a good year and he played as about as best as he could that year that he was what, uh, uh, like an alternate on the Pro Bowl or something like that, whatever it was. But he wasn't ever agile. You know, he screams no. guard. Yeah. That's what not, he screams he, to me. And, like, even if you look at his get-off, his back step, that first step just looks silly when him trying to get back into a passing down. I thought Greg Little performed well enough. I think it's time to go ahead and make the change. I thought they had noticed it. To me, I thought this was the first adjustment, guys, that we had seen, like, the, the staff make on a personnel without, like, just dying on the hill I thought when we saw Greg Little in there, the staff just finally had enough, and they saw it's time to try our hand with something else. He comes in there, plays all right, and then Daryl Williams is back? What is going on? Why did he come it, back? It's so dumb because Ron Rivera uh, – that's a question for Ron Rivera, and, and Ron Rivera is going to continue to make the same problems or do the same things because that's what he's always done. I don't understand it. Daryl Williams has never had the agility necessary – to have an effective kick set against a speed rush, especially someone the 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 aptitude of, of Chandler Jones. We, when we had our uh, Arizona Cardinal guest on the show last Tuesday, I asked him about Chandler Jones. Will he ever get the respect that he deserves? You know, being mentioned by Von Miller and Khalil Mack. Well, let me tell you, Daryl Williams will fucking do it for your career, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, dude, Chandler Jones. Made him look like a, a a little boy, man. I mean, he's not meant to play the position, and I don't know what has to happen for Ron Rivera to understand that and, and actually play little the majority of the snaps. There are four seconds left. It looks like Tampa Bay is on the third and sixty third and goal, and they're down by one. Oh, they just missed the field goal. Tampa Bay loses. Field goal, no good with the uh, with the clock running out. <laughs> Four seconds left. The Giants on the road beat Tampa Bay. All right, so um, you know what, guys? Let's go ahead and jump into the call uh, calls and um, and see where they take us and see what you know what Panther Nation is feeling after this this win. We put up a couple of polls too in the chat room. If you go back up. Um, I'm going to put them back up while the calls are going on. Who do you credit with today's win over Arizona? Kyle Allen, Cam's absence, Arizona's poorest defense, or uh, and who impressed you most on Carolina's defense? Christian Miller, Brian Burns, Ross Cockrell, Dante Jackson. So be sure to participate in those and call into the Cat Calls line. The number is 252-228-5098. Let's go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. 74 people watching right now, 14 likes. Guys, we got to continue to build this post-game show. You guys are killing it in the chat room. You're killing it on the Cat Calls line. Now just crush that thumbs up button and help this show grow. Let's see what the Cat Calls got this week so what are your thoughts on catcalling yeah it's pretty you shouldn't do that to somebody and how did that make you feel uh very uncomfortable so how do you think catcalling makes the person feel it feels good like hi what's up week three 
What's going on? This is Carl D. Yeah, I'm oh, watching geez, the up, game baby? in the fourth quarter. I tell you what, it's how Allen, he's been looking good in the regular season of his last two starts. I don't know. But like we were talking about Cam, and like he just, and he just, what you call it? All right, Cam, you better get your, what you call it? You better get your okay. confidence back up if Allen continues playing like this. I Can think we got to slow our roll on Allen a little bit. QB controversy? Agreed. No, there's no quarterback controversy. No. Yeah, teams are good today. Well, the offense was good. Defense still a little in. We need just a little in still for the defense. All right. Keep pounding. All right. So um, let's see. Let's see if there's another call queued up after this. Here. Guys, with that, again, no QB controversy. Uh, I think, if anything, this just tells us how, how wrong things are with Cam. What, and what that is, we don't know yet. We don't know if it's complete physical or if it's just that he's lost his juju, his mojo. Um, so the one exciting thing about this is that defense did have nine sacks today. Theron Jenkins said this in the chat room. Dante had two picks, but he missed a lot of tackles. You know, we almost got bur- Dante almost got burned on that one where he tried to jump. He tried to go after the running back who was going into the flag. And, and, and the ball. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it went yeah. right through that guy's hands. That's a TD. You know, Jackson still is kind of, he's a gambler, right? And, and it's paid off. He is a ball hawk. You saw him play, uh, I thought, overall pretty well. But I think the story today came from the youngins on the defensive line. I think it was all Christian Christian Miller and Brian Burns' show today. And I don't know if I remember seeing Gerald McCoy all that much. I thought Poe looked – how about this? You heard Poe's name more than you had ever heard today, I think, in his whole year with the Panthers. I think the entire defensive line played well. Um, again, we don't know if that's just because we were going up against a very poor Cardinals offensive line. But, uh, dude, you saw the future of the Carolina Panthers' pass rush. I, I said after the draft, I love the Christian Miller pick in the fourth round. Uh, that guy had eight sacks at Alabama and didn't play half the year. So imagine if he would have stayed healthy. That guy might have been a, a first-round pick that we picked up in the fourth round. And then Brian Burns. I mean, what more do you need to say? Brian Burns is on every play. He's relentless even after uh, chasing down the quarterback. Uh, Man, our our defensive line looked powerful, strong today. And Cameron Short wasn't even on the team or wasn't even uh, playing today. So, you know, imagine, I don't know the timetable for his uh, recovery, but, yeah, our defensive line is starting to look like how we imagined it was going to look before the season started. Well, let let me ask you, Cody. You know, I think Tony said we had nine sacks today. I thought it was only seven or eight, but I, I could be wrong. Uh, with, with K1 Short not playing today and us having, you know, close to 10 sacks, do you think that that's a uh, system we sh- or a uh, formation we should run with in the future? Do you think maybe K1 Short is holding us back? Do you think that the offensive line was better, or excuse me, defensive line was better today because he wasn't there? Or do you think it has to do with the fact that it's Arizona? They were the first round, first draft pick last year. Uh, things like that. What do you think? Um, it's possible that it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, I, I you know, I, I do think that Kerwan Short on the field, it, it's definitely going to help out. But yeah, that three four. 
I mean, that was the the whole point of it is that you, you have these dominant defensive tackles that are going to be able to push the line of scrimmage, but you have that, that safety net of pressure around the edge. Um, you know, like I said, I, I really it's hard for me to know more until uh, this Houston game that we played because that is a bad offensive line in Arizona. Arizona. And, uh, in, in, in Arizona, well, and Houston, it, it isn't the best either, but, um, you know, Arizona has a bad offensive line. Yeah. And, it, and it is worth mentioning, but at the same time, I mean, they just did a lot well. Let's know, mention the this. Right positions. Let's mention this yeah. as well. Uh, when it comes to bad offensive lines, I feel like how many times in the past have the team Carolina gone up against bad offensive lines and gotten zero production? I felt yeah, like I in agree. the past that everybody would get eleven sacks against Tampa, and then we would play them, and we wouldn't get any. Or I remember a game against Minnesota, the same thing. We've played these poor offensive lines in the past and have not been able to generate a lot of pressure. But guys, I think what you saw was the excitement of a new system that meets young players on defense. And that is a lot of the, some of these sacks were a little coverage sacks, the Christian Miller sacks, both of them, I think were long developing ones, but they had the motor to keep going on after this was exciting to see that defense and crazy to see that Luke Keekley probably was the least noticed player out of that whole defense today, in my opinion. Yeah. Guys, it looks like he's almost become a player that, it, that you wouldn't even recognize if you didn't know who he was before in the first three games. I mean, well, okay. Game two, he had like 17 or 18 tackles. Yeah, I'll give you yeah. that. But Which game is fine. Game two, he, he really hasn't impressed that much. He's missed two interceptions that he should have caught. He's made a, a lot of tackles, as a linebacker should, but he's really not stood forward as the number one defensive player in the NFL, like he but, has been for the past few years. But let me jump in there, though, because part of the benefit of even having him isn't always going to be just the tackles that he's going to make. It's him getting guys in the right formation and his ability to recognize what the offense is doing. So okay. even, even, even if Luke didn't have a, a monster game, you know, him being on the field, I saw him moving Dontari Poe around. And and uh, Murray had to respect him. He had to always know where Luke was. So right. even if he didn't have the guard stats, his very presence has to be accounted for. I'm not worried about Luke. Luke is incredible. Luke is going to continue to be incredible. And honestly, it's about time that other players on our team started right. to look good. Yeah. I Shaq, Shaq looked pretty good still. I mean, Shaq is – Yeah. I don't think Shaq our linebackers look bad. Yeah. It's just this is for once – I was just noticing everybody else except for them first, right? Now, on top of that here, this is because we're not uh, journalists and we're just fans chopping it up. This is a juicy comment here in the chat room, guys. Jesse Deal says Cam needs to take some time off mentally and physically to get right. To get right. I've heard from an inside source that he's struggling with Kia Proctor being pregnant with another guy's kid. Hope that's not true. Holy oh, what are we, come on. What are we doing here? I heard from a guy who knows a guy who knows yeah. his friend who knows his baby mama. Yeah, hey, I mean, what that is? Yeah, dude, <laughs> hey. dude, it's 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 what? Hey, man, if it is true, dude, I whatever. would be struggling. I mean, I, yeah, like I don't. Even I would know be what, shook. What, I have continued. Look, this is why I don't think it's that ridiculous to say. Now, I mean, I think that that's it could be just a total stab in the dark, but I firmly believe something's going on with with Cam's emotional health or mental. 
not like I mean I'm not saying he's yeah. having a mental breakdown or anything like that, but it's just something that he's lost his juju. All right, let's keep going. The numbers two five two 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 eight fifty ninety eight. Hey, look, guys, this is front seven best in the game, Captain Captain Complainer, uh, Complainer in Chief. When it comes to when it comes to uh, WFNZ, but listen, I know this is Arizona, but the fact is, if he plays like this against the Jaguars, all right. And I know Cam's probably going to start against uh, – or well, if he plays like this against Houston, and then I know Cam will start against the Jaguars. If Cam is slacking there to the Jaguars, and we don't put Cal Island just to see if it's real or if it's fake, that is, like, so bad on our coaching. Like, you have to put Kyle Island just to see, right? I know Cam is our QB. Cam is our boy, right? And I just hope Cam – comes back when he's fully healthy. He needs to be fully healthy to run his offense. This is what this offense looks like, fully healthy. We should have done this to Tampa Bay. Period. Tampa Bay, we should have yep. demolished them. All right? And this is what it looks like when you have a healthy quarterback. Have the so I'm just saying. If Cam looks off against the Jaguars, you have to put Kyle Allen at least one series just to see if it's for real or if it's fake. That's all. But Cam right now is a quarterback. Kyle Allen's balling. That's all I need to see, baby. That's all I need to see. But all I know is that uh, Ron Rivera's defense, his play calling, needs to uh, step up because uh, yeah. Kyle Murray should not be running down the field with us like he did his first few plays. Period. End of the story. He needs to shut that stuff down. Period. They shouldn't even have 20 on us right now. But all right, guys. Keep pounding. Let's go. Are there any, is there any, all right, so we'll, we'll get to the Cam Kyle uh, con- concept down the road in just a second, but, you know, they, Arizona did move the ball against yeah. the Panthers defense at times. It wasn't till late into the game or later in the game that we really started to get to them. There was a couple of missed throws. There were some uh, opportunities that they missed that hurt them. But, guys, on those first couple of drives, Kyler Murray is just gashing us. He is so fast, though. I mean, he was like yeah. a little little micro machine out there running around. And um, But this defense, while we had nine sacks or whatever we had against them, and it was a pretty solid performance in the third consecutive week where the defense has not been um, a problem or has not disappointed at us, I haven't looked at the defense just yet and said, man, this defense – is ready to lock cats down just yet. But maybe they can grow into that, especially with these guys like Marquise Haynes, Christian Miller, and Brian Burns really becoming an exciting factor of that defense. Well, I I think that, you know, it's still fair to say that we don't know who this Panthers team is yet because we had a great game, but it was against Arizona. And we had to find out the hard way why defenses have had such a historical problem playing Cam Newton, because when you have a quarterback that can run like that and extend the play on his own, it's uh, it, they have to play zone defense because you can't be in man when the quarterback takes off. You have to be prepared to go in and, and make the tackle, and it's easier to make throws into zone coverage. So um, I, I think even in spite of that, our defense did pretty well. And, yeah, Kyler Murray, I mean, his ability to extend the play and make those throws, that's why they drafted him number one. So it doesn't bother me too much. But, um, I mean, I think we did reasonably well containing him. 
especially at the end there. So I don't think it's too much of, a, of an issue. But like I said, it's still early. We don't know yet. Yeah, I have to agree with you, man. It's still early. But uh, if I had to look at things, I would say that players like Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, they are the future of the NFL. They are yeah. what Cam Newton was. Uh, you know, one or two years in the league, what you expected out of them. They're younger, they're faster, they are mobile quarterbacks that can also throw the ball. There's a lot of lot of there's a lot of things that go into the NFL that's in every game that people don't really take into account whenever they judge players. Uh, I, I think that NFL has a lot to do with popularity as well. You gotta remember this is a TV show and it is the most popular TV show in the nation. So they're gonna try to make the best ratings they can. Uh I, I I personally believe that there is a bias from the NFL and or the refs towards certain teams. I was watching the uh, the Kansas City game today earlier. Oh, yeah, man. K- Kansas City yeah. got all the calls. All Dude, the calls. I, I have never seen I have never seen somebody like Patrick Mahomes, like he did today, a quarterback, yeah. be able to talk the referee into changing the call without even looking at the footage like, like uh, Mahomes did today. Okay. And I'm a big believer that there is a lot going on with ratings that has to do with the way uh, refs call the game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got tackled today, got sacked, talked to the ref himself, and had him throw the flag and change the call without the ref ever looking at any footage to change his mind. That is wrong. That is wrong. That is wrong. That is wrong. I don't give a damn what you say. That is wrong. There should be no way that a player should be able to talk a referee without further reviewing the footage and you changing the call. And I think that's kind of the way we are in the game today, that it is a money game today and that stats and ratings run co- coincide with each other and that a, a team like K- Kansas City or New England that everybody wants to see great and do really good are going to get better calls than t- smaller market teams like Carolina, Arizona, teams like that. So it's, 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 that's my theory. It's not necessarily true. But I've never seen a quarterback be able to walk over to a referee without any he's kind of. He's not old enough to get those calls. He's not old enough to get those calls, but yeah, we're old boy, enough. Really. Good point, man. Good point. Like we're old enough because you're listening to the number one Panthers podcast and the got to be one of the hottest uh, post game show right right now. There's 91 people watching. Let's get nine more people by sharing the link and smashing the yeah. thumbs up button. Because let's hit 100. That would be the first time we've hit 100 in a live show. And we're killing it every Tuesday night. We've been doing this for six years. This is our seventh, I believe. Uh, we don't miss a week, and we're not going to miss a game. Good, bad, ugly. And today we're here celebrating. Now let's talk quickly about the first part of the call, guys. Is that uh, what do we do with – I think right now – I think the whole idea of, and I didn't even like saying, you guys said you didn't like me reading the comment about the Kia thing. I don't like saying the quarterback controversy thing. I don't think that that's not a real thing to say. What I would say is that we're excited at this point that maybe we have a solution that is not so dire to where Cam can get right without the pressure, hopefully. Hopefully this signals that we can operate as a team and our season isn't dead just because Cam Newton missed a week, right? Or maybe he needs to miss four weeks. And if we can come out of that, you know, if we can come out, you know, close to 500 where Cam's coming out or coming back, if we guys, if we, where are we at? If we're two and three and Cam is still just okay at this point, I say, 
you let him sit until he gets 100% right, can take over a team with some confidence, and then if he struggles or if he gets injured again, you got to go back to the young kid. But there is a kind of fear that exists in me as well that Kyle Allen gets us to six wins. We're playing the Arizona Cardinals here. It ain't going to look like that against Houston. It ain't going to look like that against maybe um, the Saints or something to that effect. And, you know, we're not getting the draft pick that we wanted. But, guys, you got to go one week at a time, one play at a time, one win at a time. And Kyle Allen delivered today. And it was really a team effort. DJ Moore involved, Curtis Samuel involved. And there was more that we left on the field as well. Christian McCaffrey, sensational. So how do you handle Cam Newton, Kyle Allen in the next in the immediate future, Cody? And then Greg, how do you handle him in the long term of the season? You know, so what what is what do you see him pan out in the next two weeks? And what do you see him four or five weeks from now? Well, see, here's the deal. I don't I don't you know, I don't know the extent of how hurt he is. I don't know. I mean, I want him to come back healthy and not have to deal with this. So, yeah, I want him to take as much time as possible. But, guys, I'm also not – okay, let me say this. There's no quarterback controversy amongst fans like us that pay attention to the Panthers and know who Cam Newton is. Okay, we got that. But let's not be naive and pretend that there isn't half of the fan base that has, has never been able to stand Cam Newton, a lot of times for very stupid reasons. And we know that the, the, the media, sports center, all these other organizations are going to be looking at Kyle Allen, talking about what happens if Cam Newton comes back and, and doesn't perform well. Like, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, there's no controversy, but it, it, it's going to be on the tongues of a lot of people for a long time to come. And, of course, I'm on Tim Cam Newton. But what happens if the Panthers go five and two in his absence? Like, if uh, let's say that Allen continues to ball out in this very way, are you going to rest the hot hand? Uh, I'm telling you, man, there might be more here than 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 people are are making it out to be. And I'm on Tim Cam Newton. No, I'm partially scared too that there could be some problems between Cam and the organization. Um, and I, when when I say organization, I don't know I, I don't know if that's coaching staff, that's offensive Norv and him or, or Ron and him. I don't know Maybe if Ron is yeah is feeling pressure because his job could be on the line. But I don't think that necessarily things are uh, wonderful at this moment. And I don't know if it's only injury, but man. Um, where do you see this panning out in the long term, or not like in the long term for Cam's career, but a- after you know the next two weeks, Greg? Well, you know, I, I I look at myself, and I know tomorrow I'm off work, so I'm not going to do it. I'll probably listen to these podcasts a little later, but I know that tomorrow I'm going to listen to Undisputed. I'm going to listen to First Things First. I'm listening to Speak for Yourself. I'm listening to Colin Coward, and they're all going to say that Cam Newton's done, that Kyle Allen's, uh, Kyle Allen has taken a spot. And they're not going to put any of the factors into the equation that, you know, how many times Kyle, Kyle Allen sacked today? Once? Uh, I know of at least once. Yeah, once, I think. And how many times has Cam Newton been under pressure the last week, last two weeks? A yeah, ton. A ton. He's been they're not going to bring that in, in, into the equation, but they're going to talk about how well Kyle Allen did. They're not going to talk about how we played the worst team in the NFL last year that had the number one pick and had the, the rookie quarterback that was what Cam Newton was when he came into the league, what we expected of him. Uh, they're going to leave all those factors out, and all they're going to talk about is is what they did solve today. Four touchdowns, almost perfect passer rating, almost 300 yards, 
And the reason they're going to do that is because this is a television show. It's a television show. And they don't watch it closely. And they don't watch it as closely as they should because um, they can, you know, I don't know. I thought that even, um, what was it, Brady Quinn today when he said DJ Moore or somebody was like, DJ Moore is coming into a number one receiver spot, you know. And I just don't know if I've seen that just yet. No. Right now, I feel like it's just been a balance. This like, game? But uh, that's only if you've watched this game only. And right. that's the thing is we're Panthers fans. Well, we're Panthers fans. Tony's a casual fan. So right. you're right. I, I <laughs> you know, am me a and Cody are Panthers fan. fans. Tony's a casual fan. But uh, turns, out, <laughs> turns out. All right, let's keep pounding through with these calls. <laughs> Chef Jeff Hodge here. What's up, Jeff? Just watching the end of the Arizona game. Thank God we're hopefully going to still pull out the win. Uh, Kyle Allen looked like a completely different quarterback out there. I don't know what the hell happened, but he looked decent. Garbage Game plan defense. was good. What happened? Garbage defense. Uh, defense obviously played pretty good. Um, I do want to comment on the Cam Newton situation. Let's hear it. Um, yeah. This is just hypothetical. Okay. But for me, the best thing that could happen is that maybe David Tepper – sat Cam Newton down and said, look, guys, or look, buddy, I know that this coaching staff has treated you like shit and has broken you and hasn't put the people around you. They should have shelved you after the 2015 season, after your surgery. You should have been on the bench for a minimum of a year. They didn't do that. They continued to play Cam Newton. So I'm wondering if David Tepper maybe told Cam, "Hey, get healthy this year. You know, I don't I don't want to see you out there. I'm getting rid of these dumbasses that run our team, Ron Rivera and North Turner, and getting you an offensive coach." I honestly believe if Cam Newton would have started his career with somebody like Sean Payton or Chip Kelly or uh not yeah, Chip Kelly, Kelly, um Andy Reid, He'd have four MVPs and like five Super Bowls by now. I mean, that, that, no let's doubt. just be honest. No doubt. But, uh, wonder what you guys think about that. That's my, uh, conspiracy theory. But, uh, keep pounding and, uh, at least we got us a win. Thanks, guys. Go ahead and respond, Cody. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to know if, uh, I mean, what, uh, conversations David Tepper. Is having with Cam, but I I I, I don't know, man. It, it's hard to to have a uh, a feeler on what people in the organization are thinking about Cam Newton. Fans don't really know how to feel about Cam Newton right now. Half people are talking about, oh, Kyle Allen is the new savior, and no, then other people no. are like, oh, Cam he just needs to get healthy and come back. But the fact of the matter is, is that Tony, you and I have been questioning where Cam Newton's mindset is. Like we did that on the show, so right now. Um, no one knows what's going on. If I'm Cam Newton, I'm looking at this as an opportunity to heal up, get uh, your best self, put your best foot forward, no pun intended, and um, and let's ball out, man. Uh, you know, you have a young guy that's hot on your heels. All the people are going to be talking. It's time to shut some people up. All right, you're listening to the C3 Panthers post-game show. 
C3 podcast. hundred and two people watching it right yeah, now. Yeah, we crested a nice. hundred. First time ever. Go ahead and smash that thumbs up button. Call into the cat calls line. The number's 252-228-5098. And if you're heading to the game uh next week or in the coming weeks, check out Vivid Seats. Uh they can they can help you out there uh in your effort to get back. I mean, guys, Panther fans, is I hate to say this, but y- you will see some excitement now among fans. Uh, despite us, you know, I mean, it was really, it's been a demoralizing start. And I think it comes back to this with uh, Cody, with the Cam Newton thing, is whether the, where I think I continue to be at is I just don't know enough about the situation to make any real judgments about what's going to even happen in the near future. But right now, uh, we were able to get our first win. Whether that we can continue to capitalize on that, um, I don't know just yet, but is that having some competent quarterback play and Cam has not been uh, good at, good at all in the in those first two weeks and why that is we don't know necessarily but you saw that the offense could get a little bit more done but again you're talking about a team that is not good on any front overall but this is what we needed Look, is that while we're going to dog the Arizona Cardinals, hell, hell, they stuck in there with the Ravens. They gave the Ravens a good fight. They came back against the Lions and, and, and tied it up, and the Lions beat the Philadelphia Eagles today. And on top of that is that here, it's one thing uh, to beat a team that you're supposed to beat, but boy, how bad would it have been had we not beaten the team we were supposed to beat today yeah. and you saw it completely different? You might see those jobs. You know, I think for the first time I saw a little relief on Ron Rivera's face. For the first moment I saw, I think, a smile and some like, holy cow, there has been a weight on this team for for some time. And today was just a little bit of breathing room to continue. So go ahead and smash the thumbs up button. 48 people have, have liked the show. Continue to grow Panther Nation with us. Let's get to the next call. Yep. What's going on, guys? Uh, your boy, Brandon Herbert, the Black Cat. And Brother I, Herbert. First of all, Kyle Allen played phenomenal. Still don't think it's a quarterback controversy. As much trash and crap do you, that y'all think I talk about Cam Newton. Agreed, he buddy. He deserves way more respect than that. Yeah. Um, Amen. Shout out, brother. I just want to help to Cam Newton, and maybe he can make those throws. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But my biggest thing is uh, to all y'all that keep on calling in and talking about our pass rush, and I posted some stats about it before the game. Um, what were y'all looking at? And then I, I'm I've been harping about it week after week. Our pass rush is fine. Our defense is fine. It was just the first two weeks uh, our offense wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing. Correct. So they got short field after short field after short field. Uh, I uh, they, they played phenomenal. Brian Burns, all of them, every one of them played their ass off. Dante Jackson played his ass off. I That's probably the most impressed that I was. With the team, um, but yeah, Kyle Allen, he looked phenomenal. Our offensive weapons, I think the game plan was a little bit better. Um, the biggest issue that I have is Ron Rivera's incompetence. Every time you put Darrell Williams in at left tackle, it's so bad. He got beat. So bad. when you had Greg Little in, he had time. 
I, I, he still needs to be gone. He needs to be fired. Uh, I really do think we should keep Marty Herney because he's done an excellent job with the talent. He can't coach too. I know it, that's not maybe how it works, but we should really keep consider keeping him. All right, guys, keep pounding. Good call there. And um, what do you think? I mean, look, Marty Herney has assembled. We have been very happy with Marty Herney's um, rosters he's put together in the last two weeks. If our offense can can generate some points, guys, we settled for field goals in our first two weeks. Today we were able to score touchdowns. And uh, and look, that's what you got to do in the NFL if you're going to win. It really feels different when your team puts up 35. Now, they still put up some points against us, guys. Our defense was not shut down. And while it was nice to see them get some help, there were some issues there. I think that maybe some stronger offensive teams may be able to capitalize upon. But good step forward for all sides of the ball. And Graham Gano nobody's missing him, are they? Nope. No, not at all. And, you know, listen, I, I've, I've said on the show before, you really don't know if a team is a legitimate contender until, you know, they start playing October, November football. So, you know, I, I do think that this is a defense that's starting to click. They're starting to turn it on and, and realize um, what it means for them to be able to fire on all cylinders. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about their potential movement forward. Um, there are some comments in the chat I wanted to highlight. Uh, Angelica Jane said this playbook is designed for Kyle Allen. You can tell he's very comfortable with the throws. And Norv Turner is tired of Cam Newton's inconsistency. Um, she goes on uh, to say uh, later on that you know he was, the ball placement was perfect. He was putting it right in, in between the numbers. And this is kind of what I'm talking about. I'm on team Cam Newton. I want him to get healthy. But, I mean, the quarterback controversy is here, man. Uh, people, you know, people are going to look at a performance. And especially if he does it one more time against Houston, I mean, th- this conversation is not about to go away. Uh, so I'm just preparing you all. Well, two things I got to say about that is, is uh, you know, he commented about our defense playing well today. Our defense has given up 90 points in the first three games, which is an average of 30 points a game. Mm. That is not a superior defense. Like, it's just not. Uh, or excuse me, 70 points. I'm sorry. 70 points in the first three games. I don't know what that breaks down to, but it's not great. Okay? Not a superior defense. We've played okay, though. 23 uh, points. Okay. Uh, and that, that, we, we can beat that. We really can. Uh, my, my thing is, we always highlight the way the defense plays when they do really well. That you know, now they've had what nine sacks throughout the season through three games as three sacks a game, but eight of them were this game. So, you know, yeah. you really can't use that as a stat. That that's a very skewed stat when somebody somebody who's not watching the game looks this up. One thing I wanted to point out though was that uh, uh, Theron, uh, yeah, Theron Jenkins in the chat says, uh, "Cody, no, no hurt, no, uh, no hurt, hate today." Listen, like, man. I, I notice when he plays well, we have no no Turner hate. I'm just saying. Let's point that out. Yeah, that's Listen, how it no, always goes. No, I'm, I'm still not on team Norv Turner. Listen, for, I mean, you just said it yourself, man. This is against the Arizona Cardinals. Right. I have not right. seen enough from Norv Turner to prove that he is anything other than an older version of Mike Sula. I'm still on the hill. 
and I'm ready to die on it like always. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll okay. see. Is maybe we maybe he can turn you around. And uh, but I I think here yeah, I'm always open is, to be turned around. Is where the co- quarterback controversy is. Is not just it's not just a Cam to Kyle question. What you saw is this is now Kyle Allen could have been there was a time where he threw uh, maybe it was the touchdown to Curtis Samuel in the back and he was about to get yoked yanked down by that def- you know it just got it away but you know it worked and he was able to to do some things that Cam has not been able to do in a while and that is when things haven't been fantastic he was able to move a little bit outside the pocket and still deliver a throw what we haven't seen Cam Newton do in a while. And it's been a long time, and and I think it's been since he was hurt before his shoulder injury, is that kind of bootleg r- roll out and throw what with his feet moving, you know. I, and I, I haven't seen that a lot. And I saw Kyle Allen was able to extend some plays, was able to push the ball downfield, and again they were not uh, there. It was wide open the field. These throws though. He won't. I mean, he put a couple. He got brave on a couple of them, but those guys were wide open. I mean, think about the Greg Olson touchdown, the first one. You know, I mean, now that is a throw Cam would have missed. I hate to say it, that's the type of throw where it's just a layup, and <laughs> that stakes. Okay, so, so let me let me ask you, Tony. Do you think that if Kyle Allen would have played Game One against against the Rams? Do you think we would have won that game? Do you think he would have played better against a team like the Rams? Or do you I think, think that I you think, think Kyle Allen we saw today with the team we're playing? Mm, that's a great question. I yeah. think I, I mean, listen, uh, uh, Cam was missing so bad against Tampa, and we only needed a few more throws against the Rams. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that maybe if Kyle Allen was in, I mean, we're still talking about a hurt Cam Newton. From that preseason game, so I mean, uh, hey, I mean, our, our defense for as much points as they've given us up, uh, I mean, they've kept us in the game. So I mean, maybe Allen does make the difference. I, I don't know, but um, yeah, because yeah. we were so close in all of those. These are all like one score games, ultimately, right? right? We haven't right. Been blown out in any game, and so exactly. we haven't. We, we have, you know. Out. But I do think it's it's kind of like uh, at. I don't. I'm not done on Cam yet. I stand with Cam. No, and, and I, I think he's. I think not, he is going to be done. able to come back. But he's got to get healthy or something. Whatever is wrong has to get right. And there's no need to force the issue until that is changed. So you think we should stick with Kyle Allen for a little while until Cam and, Newton? Is yeah, until. Totally yeah, until yeah. he can come out there and he says this. And you know what? I would say I stick with Kyle Allen. Here's the thing. Here's the one thing that would change what Cam has to do. He has to then come up after a game where Kyle Allen throws, say he has another game like this, where he throws three touchdowns, no picks, that kind of thing. And I need Cam Newton to basically come up in the jock strap like Gardner Minshew into Ron Rivera's office and put his thing on the desk and say, this is my t- I'm Cam Newton. I'm ready. Give me the effing ball. And right now, I think that there is something that that is the thing out of all the things that was probably most troubling to me with Cam Newton is that I don't know if he's lost confidence in himself. What I think is this, that one yard play where we needed that six inches or whatever to get a first down, we were going to get a touchdown and win it on the last play of the game. Why isn't Cam Newton 
at this point confident enough to him to ever to say, I don't care what anybody says, I'm Cam Newton, give me the ball, I'm going in the end zone. And when Cam Newton yeah. comes into the office and says that, right back to his team. I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah. I can't argue that point. Yeah. I need You're big I, I need big D Cam back. That's what I need. That's what I need. Uh, All right. Cam can make throws that almost no other quarterback can do. I, I've seen him do it. Cam can be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I think it is fair to say that Cam Newton isn't a fast starter. Uh, you know, his, his early season games are never the best football. So, you know, everyone's going to have to cool their jets. When Cam does come back and he misses a throw or misses a layup here and there and he hasn't been practicing with the team, everyone's going to need to pump the brakes and not start shouting for Kyle Allen at the top of their lungs. Yep. That's have to happen. Joey Esquivel well, in the chat says, is Tony ready to eat crow for saying Kyle Allen is trash? I Are am. you? Are you? Uh, uh, no, not yet. Okay. I need to know. I need to know. I, I, you know, again, uh, I felt like this is, uh, we were talking, we are doing our picks on Pirate Radio. I'm there every Friday on the sports bar from 3 to 5 with Clip Rock, and we do our picks across the NFL. And I wanted to pick Baltimore going into Kansas City. Uh, but the thing that I continue to come back to is that Baltimore has looked good against Miami and the Cardinals. And right. until I see them now, today I think was a big effort. And they I look pretty actually, good. I think they today's game, yeah, reinforced my my optimism in that as a real deal team. And I think Lamar Jackson is, I looked at him, I said, man, that's baby Cam right there. That's a skinny Cam. He was doing yeah. the same type of things that Cam was doing when he was young in his career. And he was throwing the ball with confidence. So uh, I am not ready. I'm going to say Kyle Allen is is um, is recyclables recyclables at the moment. Okay. <laughs> He's not well, trash, but I need to see him do it again. As a guy who's as a guy who's been married over ten years, and I know you have too, uh, and you're probably feeling me on this one. Uh, you can eat crow and find a way to make it taste good. A little salt, a little hot sauce. That's no, right. crow's okay. Yeah. Depending I how, hope. Depending I on hope. how it's prepared. But if you're married crow. for a while, you're going to eat some damn crow. That's the truth. Uh, if you're a Panthers even when fan, you don't you're deserve it. Crow. Even when so, you don't deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right, next call. <laughs> What's up, C3 Podcast? This is your boy, Frank from Raleigh. I am so hyped right now. Now, first of all, I'm going to say that I feel positive energy for Kyle Allen. Light this call. I feel like maybe I'm like point zero 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 one percent of the reason why we did well today. Now, let me say something. Like I said in my last call, I've been a believer in North Turner, man. I believe in the scheme. Like, there's open wide receivers. And finally, today, we've seen a competent quarterback able to make the throws. Dude, Kyle Allen looks like which isn't the top defense in the league. However, he just played the Bucks, which is, I would say, on par. And we looked like garbage. And today, we looked unstoppable. And, uh... I, I don't know if this is true. We'll have to go back and check myself, but I think we might have only punted once all game. Every other drive we scored, um, you know, we saw DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Greg Twice, four touchdowns on the day. He was an absolute star. Um, so I'm really excited to hear what you guys think about what the Panthers do with the quarterback position going forward. I don't know if Carolina had Cam at the game, but from what I saw, he wasn't even at the game today, man. That's I didn't a see him bad one time. Look. What does that mean? Star player to not even yeah. be at the game after that outing he had last week. 
Um, what do you get? Tra- how do you get treatment for a sore foot? I'm, I'm really excited after watching this. Now, why would you need to be with the foot? We have a little bit of trouble with Kyler Murray. Um, I wish we had played a little bit of a more of a uh, quarterback spy on Kyler. Um, that being said, however, uh, with Cliff, uh, Cliff Kingsbury's offense spreading it out so much, I know he makes that almost borderline impossible to have that extra guy just playing a quarterback spy. Uh, Dante Jackson, at the beginning of the game, I was talking a lot of shit about. He did not look good. He He's doing that bullshit where he arm tackles, man, and, and I don't like to see it. Like, it, it's just bad tackling, you know? Like, nobody watches that and thinks he's good. And I'm sitting there going, you know, I don't care about the interceptions. I don't care how fast he is. If the guy can't tackle, like, who cares? And he shut me up. Two kicks in this game. That second one looked like it could have jumped over a car <laughs> to get that kick. And he basically duped him out because it was the same route that he got burned on earlier where they do the fake screen and then they throw it over the top in the dead part of the zone. And, man, I just feel it, dude. I feel good. This is the beginning of the year, and I know you guys felt the same way. We had so much optimism, and I feel like today we finally saw it. We have playmakers and talent on this team. Greg Little looked like an all-star out there. I think he screwed up once. Here, I think here's part two of the call. Hey, fellas, this is nope. Sarah. All right. all right, so let's go. Um, yeah, all right, let's Sarah break, right there. Let's break this down. Is that First of all, Tony is taking a beating in the chat room a beaten and then uh who was it is my man said he tried to call me <laughs> that now i feel like you're just trolling me trolling me but they said i will never admit that i'm wrong do you guys really think that i have to say that kyle allen is good after seeing one game from him i mean you should because he's playing good I said and, he played well, well today. He played well today, but he, I mean, yeah, I've also well seen the worst team in the NFL last year. Trent yeah, Richardson so, played well for a whole season. Yeah. If it, yeah, if anything, we know that Kyle Allen played competent football. He understands the playbook. He he can do some things that that need to be done in order for the team to move forward. Uh, that's that's the one thing that we definitely know for sure, and that alone should be enough. To make everybody feel good, whether you're wanting to move on from Cam or you love Cam like us. So, I mean, it was a positive no matter what. Yeah. All right. And, uh, I, I, what I about that, Little that, too? What do you What do you think? Well, go ahead, Greg, and then we'll talk about. No, that. I was. Saying, I think that I agree with 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 Cody here that it's a positive, even though we don't have a lot to judge it off of. It's a positive seeing what happened from from Kyle Allen. Uh, I'd like to see you know more of that in the future. It gives me hope that the team is right. Uh, even if we had to someday change quarterback, I'm still a Cam guy. I don't believe Kyle Allen was our guy, but um, I'm still a Cam guy, and I, I think that this was a very positive um, vibe we got. Let me, it was our let first me win, ask, y'all. First yeah, win. And, and let me like, ask you this. Talk about wins. I want to so, ask uh, these jokers in the chat room who say I'm not giving Kyle Allen his due. When I said he was trash, had he given us any reason to think he was any good in the preseason? No. Any? No. no. So, is that, you know, today is the best I've seen him play. You know, he did play, he did something like this uh, last year. I just always thought the better of the two was the other guy that we list, Taylor Heineke. Anyway, look, 
hey, we got to win, and you needed to win this game. I'm excited about that. I am not worried yet what this is going to do uh, for the future of our team when it comes to Cam Newton. I do uh, think there is something, though, guys. Why isn't Cam traveling with the team? I mean, is this really – come on. I mean, like, is that – he's not getting treatment the whole time. Like, he's not getting his well, foot rubbed the whole baby. time. I don't know if they just had a baby. I don't I don't know that. And I'm not going back down that road again. But the <laughs> other thing is too is that they said for his rehab they thought it would be best he didn't travel. All right. Um what kind okay. of injury is that that really is that worrisome? Now, I guess you don't maybe you don't want him standing on the sidelines. He has been a, a great cheerleader when he hasn't been in uh in the past for players who have stepped in for him. You know, you've seen him in the preseason cheering for these guys, coaching them up. I don't know if there's anything to it. I don't uh, – but there, it was not planned for him to go either. It, you know, it wasn't like it was planned that he was going to be there and he didn't show up because Ron Rivera said he wouldn't be traveling the team yesterday or Friday. So uh, this was not new. You're listening to the C- – uh, anything, I think it might be too quick to, to say that uh, Little looked like a all-star out there, but – he really yeah, showed you yeah. how he really showed you how bad Daryl Williams looks. Yeah. So by by the way, it's funny. Uh, Kyle Allen was the number one quarterback in his class when he came out of high school. Greg Little was the number one offensive tackle recruit in the country at one point in time. He's always had the physical traits, everything that you want out of the position. It's just he needed to to add some polish, and and hopefully uh, you can see that happen soon. He did look good. I mean, it's hard to look bad when you're replacing Daryl Williams, of all sure. people. But, uh, no, sure. Greg Little did look good. I would say all-star. I'd pump the brakes on that one just a little. But it was but, uh, noticeable. Yeah, but, it was a noticeable difference, though, because, because right. Williams was always beat from the start. Even when he was making the blocks, you could tell that he wasn't balanced and, uh, you know, had his balance. He was too slow on the get-off. His step. That first step was weird looking and little was there when they were, you know, when they were coming around the edge, he was able to hold them. So what I would say is this is last week. Don't you think little would have done? He wouldn't have made that guy from Tampa Bay all of a sudden look like he was an all pro last week. Daryl Williams is a liability on this team right now. And it's time for the coaching staff to recognize just because someone is a liability doesn't mean you got to cut them. Like, Demote him, push him. You know what I mean? Maybe he's got to earn his spot. Ron doesn't play like that, man. Ron does not play like that. You're either the starter or you're a nobody. That's so stupid. So Trey Turner is injured now. It says Lynn says Lynn said that, but I hadn't I hadn't seen that yet. That I I didn't I didn't know about that. It must be if that's the case. Then yeah, that would be the solution, and that's one of the things that we continue to talk about prior to this season was the little Williams Paradis Trey Turner Moten line. Well, now it might have to be if uh, put Williams in for whoever gets injured on those other spots. You're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. The number is 252-228-5098. Got a lot of listeners tonight and a lot of callers. Let's go through them. I know Greg's excited about this call right here. Yeah. Hey, fellas, this is Sarah from family of Wintervale. I just want to say, love the podcast. Um, I have like a super long commute. Found you guys, love it. 
Um, I just want to say, awesome. love my Thank cats. You. Pounding. So proud of them. I realize it's Arizona. I was the best defense and slide off in the league. But hey, a win is a win. A spark is a spark. It's still there. Glad to see Allen stepped up. Got every. He was balling, man. I mean, what can I say? Still have faith in Newton. Um, would like to see a little bit more out of him. Hopefully this will kind of give him a spark and not put him more down where he already is. But defense stepped up. O-line def stepped up. Williams, why is he still playing? I don't know. But um just want to say I'm totally proud of my cats. I'm really happy to see the spark that Allen brought. He had the offense going. Olsen with his two TDs in the back of the end zone. Classic. Samuel looking good. Jackson, talk all the trash bump to. But Holmes had two interceptions. What can I say? But yeah. anyways, I just want to oh, say, keep up the good work, fellas. Love it. Love listening to you guys. Um, and just love Panther Nation. Keep pounding. Let's do this. Let's have a winning season. Bye, fellas. Yeah, thank you for that call yeah. right there. Wonderful uh, to have some female energy in the cat calls from time to time. So. Yeah, we have and, such I, great. I, I can fans. say that 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 person right there in particular has been contacting me daily, talking about our show and my other show, and she is a great fan, and I am glad to hear from her on the on the cat calls. So, cool, cool. Shout out to yeah. Sarah. Yeah, brings Sarah, an excellent man. point up though that my wife brought up immediately when I said that Kyle Allen had four touchdowns today, right? And she said, "Man." You know that Cam must have been hurt when he's when that first you know when those were going down, and I don't know if he was or not. And I and I know that look in in any jokers that are popping in here right at this point, hearing us talk about Cam Kyle Allen on this show and giving him credit for today, and saying that hey we can wait for Cam till he gets. You haven't really listened to us and what the love we that we have for Cam Newton. So I at no point what I'm concerned with is that the the Cam Newton I've seen in the last couple of weeks or maybe in the last year has not been the confident Cam to the point of where used to people called him cocky and arrogant. You know, there's a border between cocky, arrogant and confident. And you know, you got to just wonder mentally where he was today seeing that and if if he was okay with it. If he was excited by the performance Kyle Allen put together, excited by this team uh, turning around and getting their first W, I think that's a sign that he's stepping in the right direction physically and mentally. If this was something that, you know, kind of continued to shake his confidence, I think that that could be the real issue or a big part of the issue. So we don't know. We're just speculating on all of that. But it can't feel great to see an offense click so well when you have been when it hasn't in those class weeks but it is great to know that your team is not 0 and 3 and if you get right maybe you can take over a team that's still in the running rather than coming back to a team that has fallen back behind and this might be the perfect time for us Tampa Bay losing did Atlanta fall today to Indy oh yeah they yeah. did they definitely did and then uh the Saints of course they put up a bunch of points with Teddy Bridgewater against the Seahawks in Seattle. So that's par for the course. But other than that, yeah, uh, every other division uh, team lost. 
All right. Well, look, is that that that's good news for us is that and here and a, another great point on the call. And I think I've been trying to make it all night is who cares if the Arizona Cardinals were bad? We would care if they were bad and we lost. But we're supposed to these are teams. These are wins we're supposed to get. And that was, I think, the problem with the Tampa Bay game. That was additional salt in the wound. I think we were able to understand it with the Rams. You know, we were not. If we would have lost today, I think this would have been a very difficult show for us. But instead, right now, I wonder is what type of success could we have even if Cam weren't to come back? Or if he comes back, can we continue with that momentum? Thanks for tuning in the show, guys. Go ahead and subscribe, share. Let's keep going with your calls. I didn't realize there was a time limit on these things. Oh. Anyways, I know I'm going on forever, dude. I could talk about this for two hours if I wanted to. Anyway, we can I too. I just want to say, man, I'm happy. I know y'all are excited. I bet everybody's feeling good. Keep pounding. I'm a believer in Norv. I'm not sold on Ron. But, Cody, just hear me out, dude. This is what we thought we were going to get with Norv. And going back eight games now, where Norv has had, well, I guess a little bit more than eight games. We're going uh, nine games now. When Norv has had a healthy quarterback, we're seven and two. You know what I'm saying? Like, after that Pittsburgh game, he was dealing with a hurt quarterback. And then the first few games of this year, he's been dealing with a hurt quarterback. When he has a quarterback that's able to make the throws that we need to be able to make in an offense, we look almost unstoppable. So, anyways, I can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts. And I can't wait to hear how excited everybody's going to be. This is what we've been waiting for. It only took three weeks to get there, but. That might have been the best offensive showing on, on today's uh, Sunday's football game. So, anyways, take it. I'm taking a thrashing in the YouTube chat, and people are nominating Cody to be our future head coach. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, down, dude. And, yeah. and, and give me an interview. Let me shake some hands. So, does that mean that we assume that Tony is the head coach right now and that everybody else – because I, I would look at Tony as a GM. Like he, he, <laughs> thank you he's the guy or, or the owner or the owner one of the two run, running go. the franchise so well it, 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 it listen if i uh if i get a job with the panthers i'm hiring all of you so there's yeah. that you're well, all coming well, with me here's the hierarchy is tony is the owner slash gm slash head coach cody is the offensive coordinator i am the special teams wide receiver coach so <laughs> that's the way i look at it he's moving up <laughs> he's moving up through the ranks that's right. I'm moving up to the ranks. And Nova Nova Black is our Hall of Famer. Yeah, there you go. Uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. First I'll second that. I'll second that. I, uh, I did want to point out that uh, Trey Turner said uh, his ankle just got rolled up on. He says he'll be okay. So he's making it sound like it's not going to be a big deal. So there's your news update. All right. Nice. Everybody's also citing how much I drink, so I should probably be in charge of refreshments. Uh, I, I have not head of, head of cheerleaders and booze. I have. I, I tell you, I could be the well, head of the cheerleaders in second. I'll I take the cheerleaders that. part. You know, <laughs> right, I don't want to overburden him. I you did know, I don't not him, so. I did not drink a drop today, and <laughs> I wonder is like, hey, if we're superstitious, might not drink a drop next week either when it comes to the oh, Panthers oh. games. Ooh, no, so no. Will people like the show more or less? We'll figure that out. All right, let's keep pounding <laughs> with these calls. Hey, what's up, guys? Carlos is going from the chat here. Uh, fourth quarter going on. A few minutes what? left. Uh, really excited for the guys to get this win. Uh, finally moving things in the right direction. 
this team is super talented in the Owens start. Uh, wasn't a, a good representation of who we are, were, whatever. Uh, but I feel like the whole Cam thing, I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter bashing Cam, saying Allen should, should start the rest of the year. I just don't think that's realistic. Uh, Cam doesn't Agreed. look like he's been healthy all year. Uh, let's let him sit for a while. Let's let Allen do what he can. Uh, hopefully he continues to have success. Let's get number one back and uh, try to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think that's the reasonable point to have right there. Is just be- and, and I do want to caution people. It and maybe this is what they're saying is like, hey, Tony won't ever admit when he's wrong or whatever. Is I didn't know, I didn't say either that Kyle was going to come out here and play bad today. I just said he wasn't going to be that he was any good. Now maybe I'm completely wrong on that, but I, I don't think one win where we get one competent quarterback play can negate all the things that Cam Newton has done for us and what he can still do. Now, does that mean that he's going to be the old Cam Newton? I don't know. Will he never be the same? I don't know. But I don't think we have enough evidence at this point to make real firm judgments other than what that what Carlton Cohen said in that call, which is a great one, is we like when, you know, good for him, way to get this, get number one right, and come back and let's see what happens then. Or, hell, and and if Kyle Allen just has a, a balling-ass season and this is and he's the next Tom Brady, right, stepping into it, maybe. I don't know if I'm ready to go there just yet <laughs> or anywhere close near that, but I think we gotta, we got to be happy about this, is that if we lost today, guys, you lose on the road to Arizona, start 0-3, Saints win, you know, I think we're having a conversation, is the season over? Yeah, right? 100%. 100%. And, and we don't have to have that conversation yet. We do yeah. not. Um, and, and listen, I kind of want to say this too. You know, when it comes to North Turner, I may have some strong opinions, but I'm not a know-it-all. I mean, listen, if, if the guy comes out and coaches us to a Super Bowl, I'll eat my words all day, every day. You know, and, and I, 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 I will open up for the two-two train. And we said, and we've said over and over too on this show. Every time Cody has gone on the fire, nor if it's over, you know, is that Cody is being true on this? Is that he? didn't think it was the right answer to begin with, right? And there right. has been some right. moments, too, where there have been some question marks, right? But I think at the end of the day, yeah. what we saw is it's very difficult. And this is, in fairness to Ron, and, and this is probably why Ron has a job this year, and all of these guys have a job this year, is we realize it's really hard to coach, uh, to to hold it over a coach's head when the players can't do or not do him what they need to be doing and executing too. So you saw today here is that look, Norv Turner had some players that were executing. Here's the other thing though, is that Norv at this point did not get befuddled with the pass rush. And that has been a problem in these couple of weeks is how did you compensate when Daryl Williams was not playing well and there wasn't a lot of compensation. Cam was not doing the right things all the time or things to make it any easier. But today I don't think that there was anything exceptional about today's coaching either, right? I mean, if you looked at, I mean, I'm not saying it was bad or good, is that I didn't go, wow, we really just out-schemed them completely. I didn't walk away feeling like that because Arizona was able to move the ball. We were really, the good thing is that we were getting home on our pass rush without blitzing. And that is exciting to see for, for, for once. 
But it was not like we were just uh, all of a sudden the favorites to win the Super Bowl at this is that the coaches coach they did their job today the players did their job today and we got a W let's be happy about that moving on like we're moving on to this next call through that yeah man it's Jeremy from Swansboro man Kyle Allen looks legit looks like we got a little quarterback going on uh the defense looked pretty good today Dante Jackson showed out a little bit. I still think he needs to clean up what's tackling a little bit, and I think he'll be a lot better. And uh, Christian Miller, wow. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, another beast coming out on defense. I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Hopefully we'll keep this up next week. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. Shout out to Susan Dins for her $15 love bomb. You know we love you, Susan. Um, you know, hey, uh, you know, we haven't even mentioned our boy, uh, Christian McCaffrey yet, man. Dude, that's Christian what's McCaffrey. great about this. That, that's yeah. what's great, dude. We've been recording for over an hour and we haven't talked about Christian McCaffrey yet. Right, dude, those are good problems to have, aren't they? Good problems oh, to man. have, yep. I, I, I don't have the stat line in front of me. I don't know if you do, Greg, but uh, I know it went for uh, over 138 yards. I think it's probably over 150. Uh, dude, that long run for a touchdown. Dude, Christian McCaffrey wants all the smoke. He heard everything everyone was talking about him, about him not being strong enough and not being able to run uh, right in between the middle. Dude, McCaffrey is a baller, man. That dude does not give up on the play. Yeah. Uh, you know what the craziest part of his stat line today was? Only three catches. But he did have 100. <laughs> he had 24 carries for 153 yards. He did break the giant one, right? And, um, and and boy, that's what you want to see. Couple of you see Christian McCaffrey hit a couple more home runs like that, and and make it the Sports Center and catch the eyeballs of some of those other guys, uh, some of the national yeah. names. You know, Saquon Barkley, by the way, hurt in today's game. I've been yes. saying that I believe Christian McCaffrey is going to be the best running back in the entire league this season, mm -hmm. and he has not disappointed us. But I think Cody's exactly right, guys. Is that he is playing with some with some real dog in him. And he's making, and there wasn't probably, there were some plays there that were, that should have gotten nothing. And he was able to make them into positive plays. Yep. That first drive where he just rose right up the middle for six yards on the very first carry of the game, it didn't even look like there was a hole. And all of a sudden, everybody is six yards down the field. Christian McCaffrey has been sensational. And he wasn't sensational last week because Tampa Bay said this, we're taking him out of the game. And, you know, and, and really, he was good today because Kyle Allen was able to make the defense so they couldn't just single in on him. Big time game, big time season so far for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm calling Christian McCaffrey the gaper because he will gape that hole. Like, it doesn't matter where, it doesn't matter how tight it is, he will gape that hole. Uh, Christian McCaffrey will do it. That, that is his new nickname, is the gaper. Yeah. Uh, people he he may not out. like it, but uh, <laughs> I do. Uh, I would. I tell you this, if, chicks, boy. if somebody <laughs> called you that, you would be like, yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Exactly. Here's the <laughs> next call. Hey, uh, Joe, you know. happy as hell. We just got to the W. Uh, don't care that it was versus Arizona. They still got to come up there and play. And these plays, these the offense was amazing. I mean, I couldn't ask for the offense. And last, I mean, I wish at the end they would have kept the Cut the tempo up, but whatever. Conservative, trying to get the W. Um, we looked good. Uh, I'm happy we got the W finally. 
you just look really, really good. Yeah. I'm happy you guys got that though. Uh, looking forward to listening to y'all tonight. Keep coming. All right, let's keep going with the calls. Hey, boys, it's CK from up here in Roanoke. Yeah, uh, CK. To uh, finally have something positive to say about the team. I'll tell you what, the only thing I'm not going to hammer down too much onto it because it's going to be the question mark that everybody's thinking is do we do we address the quarterbacks at this point? I hate no. saying it. I hate with a passion having to say it. But, I mean, there is a night and day difference. And it's not coaching. It wasn't the game plan. It was the quarterback. And, yeah. um, you know, if, if I want to come away with one opportunity that we, we could maybe get better on is we were not stopping this offense for the first, you know, half. And, you know, obviously they came out for their first drive. We dominated them after that. But I was not happy with our defense up until, uh, you know, middle of the third quarter after Agreed. our first drive. Um, uh, I, got, Jackson, I got a comment. He, he was just a mixed bag today, right? Missed tackles, got some great tackles, and then that freaking that second interception was insane. And I'm not going to lie, and not to draw comparisons, um, but it reminded me a lot of that Josh Norman uh, interception on the Saints. It did. Uh, in our the way he got up. Season, yeah, it did. Um, where he had to basically climb the ladder to get it. But that was an awesome interception. I got super excited Dude, for it. 11 uh, foot but, high. Uh, nonetheless, I know Cody the entire game was talking about coaching. Um, I think our offensive coaching won the game. Um, our defensive coaching adjusted for the first time in my life, and I think I can remember them adjusting the way they were playing the game plan. And uh, they came out and they uh, dominated the second half. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, winning cures a lot of things, so we'll see what happens from here on out. But uh, peace out, boys. Keep on it. Really, that's a real call from CK right there. Well yeah. done. Uh, tough call. Also, thanks to Carl D uh, for the support of the show. And um, go, go ahead and smash the thumbs up button. Call into the show, 252-228-5098. Whoever I put in the comment jail gave us a thumbs down. But guess what? Y'all don't know that thumbs down actually promotes your show just as much as thumbs up. So I don't even care. Hit a thumb. Nah. Now, um, I think that's a real call right there because really is that we have been um, – we have seen a quarterback who has been hindered, who hasn't been able to do the things NFL quarterbacks are supposed to be able to do on a regular basis. Today, what we saw was a quarterback that gave us a chance to win. Now, what that really means for Cam and where he's been at, I think it was, I saw someone, um, and I just responded to him, why I don't remember their name. At this point, they said, look, going back uh, to this, does this ask us, we need to be asking, how long has it been since Cam Newton has really been right? You know, and and that is the truth because Kyle Allen was, you know, he's just pushing the ball. I mean, the ball had zip on it, right? He looked like he was looking, keeping his eyes downfield. And good for him. He did not panic today. I thought he had excellent pocket presence when yes. things were getting tight. He did not just uh, crumple like we have seen players. He played like he had been there before. He did have a great game. But I think CK's on to something. I don't think our defense was that great in the first half. And they were moving the ball. Uh, now, the coaches, did they adjust? Did the offense keep us around long enough for us to make those defensive adjustments? But that defense at first, and you know, 
is there anything to say once we start pulling ahead too? How many times have has Carolina pulled um, been playing from behind and it's been difficult for us to deal with a pass rush because everybody knows we're passing and our offensive line ain't that good. I think we saw the Arizona Cardinals get in that situation. And you really want to ask the question you said uh, to me earlier, I think Greg asked me with Allen, will we have won games one and two? You know what I think would have helped us win games one and two just as much as playing from ahead. We played yes. from behind the whole time and it put us yes. in a position that really exposed our weaknesses Daryl Williams, strategy. Yep. yeah, Daryl Williams being one of those, and I think that that's what really benefited this defense today against the Arizona Cardinals because we weren't just smothering Kyler Murray. He had enough time. There were a lot of coverage sacks and different things, but playing being ahead gives your defense more of a, a bead on what those guys are going to be doing. puts them in a corner. I think we saw that today. Agreed. You know, I, I think that uh, especially with this call right here with, uh, you know, a, a guest who's been on the show and, you know, a guy we talked to, CK, uh, it means a lot more because, OK, look, let me ask you, if you can go back and look at the first two games and you can set the timing routes or the time that Cam Newton has in the first two games, as opposed to the time and protection that Kyle Allen had in this game, would you say it was the same? I think if Cam Newton had the protection and the time that Kyle Allen had in this game, it would have changed the game up. Now, I'm not trying to make excuses, and I understand things are different. It's a different team. Uh, you know, Arizona's not that great. I know, you know, Ed Smith, we talked to him last week, and I hate to talk trash about his team, but they're not that great. They're a young team coming up. Uh, do you think that had Cam played in this game, would we have had the same result? But, I, mean, it, 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 I don't think he's team, ready. But, but, but here we go again. What Cam are we talking about? You know, right. I mean, if if it's a healthy, ready to go, strong Cam Newton, yeah, this is Cam Newton's team. Um, but I, I mean, listen. Then you also look at, I mean, yeah, the offensive line was bad against the Rams. It was bad against Tampa Bay. Right. And Daryl right. Williams was bad. But then there are also the throws in both of those games that Cam Newton just missed layups for whatever reason. That's why it's kind of hard for me to say. Uh, yes or no, either way, because, I mean, Cam just missed some throws. And, you know, uh, people call me and Tony Cam Newton apologist. I'm not apologizing for him. It might have been because of the injury, but, you know, Cam did miss some layups. So, I mean, but if if Cam's injury has been such a problem, then, yeah, maybe Allen would have helped. It's impossible to know, you know. If my yeah. aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. I think my point about playing ahead, though, is a, is a reasonable one. It because it's yeah. because it when you're in passing situations, Cam, uh, how about this? Is that if we have Cam Newton and he is at the top of his game, right? Or not even if we got a, a good Cam Newton, right? Is that you don't get some of the threat that Cam Newton offers if you're always in passing downs. Right. And it and it kind of looks like it's it's like a team that is has a great running attack. The best way to negate it is to get ahead of them early. And it, and then yep. it becomes really hard for an offensive coordinator to call runs when you're down by 14. And in this case is that that's what happens to the Cardinals. Now, the Cardinals, part of their offense is all built and predicated on playing like that all the time. So that's some of their own problems. Their offensive line is problematic. They are an air raid attack. They're not trying to run the ball. But you saw 
guess who gave us a little fits at times? And that was David Johnson. When they got the ball to him and, and, and he was able to do some things. But our, I think it's a lot easier to bottle up Christian McCaffrey when you guys are in third and long and, and behind 14 points. But when you're playing ahead and they can hit you with the run, they can motion those guys out, they can do a bunch of different things, they can take some shots deep without it killing you. Because that's what's been problematic, guys, is that you take a shot, it's third and seven, and Cam misses it, and it feels like it ruins the whole game going forward. But if you're up 10 points and you miss on third and seven, you walk out there, you ask the deep, you punt the ball, and you ask your defense to keep you in it. And we 100%. haven't been able to do that in the first two games. Yep. And a lot of that has been because Cam hasn't been right, too. Or part of it. Part of it. But huh. it, go ahead. No, I'll, say, I'll give you that. That's 100%. You're exactly right, man. Everything is is uh, situational. Every game and everything you play is situational in this game. Imagine, just, just imagine, had we pulled game one and two out, would we be saying the same things about Cam and this team that we are now? It would totally change the narrative. Everything that happens in the end result is what is what creates the narrative of what we're going to talk about. Well, I tell um, you, I was very angry. The fact that we're 0-2 makes Kyle, Al- Kyle Allen win game one that much better. You yeah. know, Whereas, had we been 2-0 and and Cam Newton gone down, we would not be as ecstatic about Kyle Allen having this game. Even though he had a great game, I don't want to take away from him. But those kind of things change the narrative, and you're absolutely right. It, 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 it's, it's all what happens. There's so many factors into what we feel and how we feel about the way things play out and the way the future is going to be, it's almost impossible to predict. Yeah. You know? um, Pete Thomas is right. It was the Cardinals. Uh, and, and you guys, Cody knows I was there at his house after the game. We did the post game show and I was mad after the first game because I thought that we squandered an opportunity. You think about this is you, you pull that game out. Cam Newton is not right in week two against the bucks, but then you're, you lose that and you're sitting here at two and one and you're right in it uh, until for to in it to win it. We're not behind now, but you're right. You cannot squander opportunities in the NFL, and I think today is a great example of that. The Panthers didn't. Let's keep going through with these calls. Hi guys, this is the Den Mom. Just wanted to say, go Panthers. Keep <laughs> yeah. Bye. Th- thank you, Susan Dean, for that call. She's the Den Mother. She's keeping us all in line. Her and Lynn has always helped keep me in line because sometimes Tony gets a little out there with his opinions, and they they have a good <laughs> job of keeping us in line, keeping us straight. Let's see what the next call's got. What's up, C three? This your boy Noah Black, and I ain't Noah, got the yeah. two words for you. Panthers win. <laughs> That's it. Nice way to go, Nova. Way to go, uh, Nova. <laughs> Panthers, you know, and isn't that the kind of the de- the demoralizing part about this having to have this discussion is that it becomes so much about Kyle Allen and Cam and Cam and Cam and Cam, and it's hard for us to just focus on this. The Panthers got their first W today. Yeah, hell, yeah, you know, dude. we gotta and be happy. We're one game back. Yeah, one, one game back from the lead. Back. We're yeah. doing Carolina Panthers podcast and our offense. Came on out of nowhere after being dead for two weeks in a row. All the semantics and the bullshit aside, Panther fans are happy. I'm happy. You should be happy if you're a Carolina Panthers fan, man. Celebrate. Yeah. Well, look, at, look, victory. look at it like this. The the Patriots are 3-0, and right? We have almost as many points as they do through the first three games. 
<laughs> yeah. We really do. I think they had like 96 points in the first three games. That's have like not right. No like way. Very close. No way. I'm just saying. They put it, up it's like all, it's all 50 against somebody. You know? and, and the Patriots have put the Jets and the Dolphins. Or exactly. Something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah, not yeah. look at numbers all the time and call that as an ultimate. It's, it's just way a, too early. And just to remind you, we've played the Cardinals and the Bucks. But all right, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> the podcast. How y'all doing? This is G Cavassier. What's up, G? Hey, man? I am so happy we got that win. Man, I'm so happy we got that win. But yes, see the way we won yes, that sir. game with that damn defense. Oh my god, man! Eight sacks, two interceptions. That's the Carolina Panthers I know, man. Yes, That's it is. Panthers, I know. Yeah. still saying, get rid of Eric Washington. Let him be the defensive line head coach. I mean, defensive line coach. He don't need to be the damn defensive coordinator. Lead that up to Ron Rivera or whatever. What about Kyle Allen, though, man? Holy shit, man. That dude threw four <laughs> damn touchdowns, man. I'm telling you, man, that he dude play, looked nice. He played against college defense. saying that we should get rid of yeah. Cam or nothing like that because, let's be honest, Kyle Allen played a good game. But two words for every Panther fan that can remember a couple years ago, Matt Moore. Y'all remember Matt Moore? Y'all remember right. when Jake was having his little problems and Matt Moore came in and everybody was like, oh, then Matt Moore looked like shit. He got shipped out of town. So I'm happy <laughs> for the win. And always yep. remember, man, keep pounding. He's right. He's right. You know, yep. Lynn said this in the chat room. It's been so long. I almost forgot what it was like to be happy. It was, all, And maybe that's something for this team. Beautiful you know, it's. Comment. Right it's there. it's been so long for us as a team to feel what success was and i heard the broadcasters talking about that afterwards with kyler murray a guy who has never faced any adversity right and and not fa- that's not the right what i'm what i'm in a guy that's never had failure as part of his f- sports career right he has won everywhere never lost a high school game only lost three games in college you know, he is so and we saw this. Another person that that happened to was Cam Newton. Cam Newton, when he came in, we were wondering how does Cam Newton deal with adversity, deal with uh times not winning? And that was a big part in his career. I think he did well with it early on and was able to overcome some of those early struggles, but it can get in your head. And guys who have not had um uh, any of that difficulty or challenge. They have. That's a time where you're going to learn a lot about them as a player. And look, let's just be happy. Maybe this team gets a win under their belts. We get a little momentum. Maybe that helps boost Cam's confidence. And six weeks from now, Cam is out there wheeling and dealing. But be happy for Kyle Allen. Let's just be optimistic that this team has got something to play for next Sunday now. Uh, you're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. The number's 252-228-5098. Let's push through with the calls. That's the podcast. How y'all doing? This is G Cavassier. Hey, Wait, man. Up. That's I'm the same so... call. Next call. Damn, boys. Dane from New York. Feeling good. Happy Son. about this day for sure. It's a great game. I'm really happy. My ice up pick, that's what I want to get to first, is my man Cliff. Where the fuck did your timeouts go in the second half, bro? You, like, what? <laughs> Didn't need he him. wasted his, need all him. of his timeouts. It's like two minutes. 25 and 59. My boys, Eric Reed, Keekly, worked really well together this game. I liked what 26 I saw. 26 and 59. Addison, Christian Miller, and my man, Action Jackson, had huge games. Defense yeah. are great, boys. Try not to overreact, but it's a really, really bright day. Uh, keep pounding, boys. 
Yeah, keep pounding, man. Great call. Hey guys, this is uh, DJ and Raleigh. Good, up, solid win. We needed for our first win of the season today. Proud of these guys. Kyle Allen did what he needed to do. Didn't try to do too much. Did what he needed to do. Completed open passes. Completed the people. Agreed. Proud of him. Did what he needed to do. Yep. Greg Olson. G-Reg with a third leg was out there balling today. <laughs> oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. see more of that. Is that eight four quick? Well, other than that complete Dante Jackson out there, two picks. Defense, they gave up some plays, but for the most part, they were they did pretty good. This we needed this. This is a good win yeah. that we needed. Yeah. And I'm proud of these guys. After what happened last Thursday, I was so that but this is what we needed. So proud of these guys. So uh, love the podcast. Love you guys. Keep pounding. Thanks for your support. Cody, talk uh, talk about that for a moment in that call. How does uh, today's game, because the way we won, I think, is important. It was a team effort, right? The defense played well or played good enough. The offense came to, you know, showed some life, some signs of life. I think you even saw on the faces of the coaches that sigh of relief, particularly with Ron Rivera. Speak of how the, the way we won today particularly can help this team gain confidence and maybe learn how to win uh, more oh, in the future. It's such a morale boost, man. We got everyone involved. DJ Moore had a touchdown. Curtis Samuel had a touchdown. Greg Olsen had a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey had a touchdown. Our defensive line has eight sacks. Dante Jackson has two interceptions. Man, this is what you call a get-right game, man. Yep. I, mean, it, I mean, it's the kind of confidence booster that you need right now. Early in the NFL season, your entire season was on the line. I mean, you were about to be 0-3 if you didn't have this against one of the worst teams in football, to be frank. So, yeah, man, this could not have come at a better time. Um, I mean, it's really important. It's a morale boost. Now the team has more reason to believe in themselves that the first two games were more of an anomaly and they have the potential to be a dominant football team. And it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. And Mm -hmm. and we have the opportunity to finish on our own terms. And and that's, that's huge what happened today for our morale boost yeah i i gotta touch on that i agree uh it, it it's completely changes the outlook of the season right you know I, I here's the thing let's imagine that we play game one against the nfc champions the contenders of the super bowl we lose by three points where we possibly could have won that game and then we win game two and then we win this game so we're two and one we've played one really good team that we could have beaten. Do you guys feel confident in our season? Do you guys feel like that going forward in the future that we are going to be a, a force to be reckoned with? Oh, yeah. Uh, like, it, it changes everything up, the, the fact that we won this game. Had we won the last game, had we ran Cam Newton for a half a yard on goal line, and Cody, I'm going to go with you on this one. I'm not a big guy. I'm not on your hill yet about the, co- the coaching. All the- right. I'm not on your hill yet. And I'm starting to climb that hill All right. because I feel that way. Uh, I feel like we could be 3-0 right now. We really could. Or we could yeah. be 0-3. We 
like our season has has yeah. ended up we could be 0 and 3 or 3 and 1 or 3 and 0 right now. And, and that's such uh, a good point because we don't know who this football team is yet. Right. Even after those three games, man, I, I mean listen, the Houston Texans in my opinion that's a thermometer game. Agreed. That's going to tell you the temperature uh, of this football team. Houston beat the Chargers today and came back to do it. Uh, and Deshaun Watson. They're a good team. Deshaun Watson is the real deal. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Deshaun Watson is looking, is looking yeah. to have a ball out season, man. So, I mean, listen, we have a very stiff test on the road for the second week in a row. Uh, but, yeah, it's, I mean, we don't know who this team is yet. And it's okay to say that. Um, I want to bring up this point. I'm going to do some digging uh, real quick to ex to elaborate upon it. But it's uh, I think it was Joey. It was Joey Esquivel in the chat room said at some point we need to talk about how clean of a game this was. Uh, lack of penalties, right? Not a, there's there, we didn't have a lot of penalties on our team. We, I think we had three penalties for 35 yards. One was a personal foul penalty on a face mask that was should have been a five yard or penalty. I think they called the fifteen yard penalty on that. Um, they you also had uh, something in a kickoff return. By the way, shout out to Ray Ray. Ray Ray about to take it to the house. There took a Ray, Ray McLeod, yeah, yeah, that's my Clemson boy, man. I love him. So you know you had that. Is that? But this is the thing. Is this is what happens and and. To I think to play a little bit to Cody and his suspicion about Norv is that you know when when your players don't turn over the ball right and they don't commit a bunch of dumb penalties yeah. you, you can be in a position to where your play calls work you're not playing you're playing ahead of the sticks and that's what we did today we played ahead of the sticks we were not and and sh and that's another point to maybe to credit our coaching staff is that Kyle Allen played so well today because we didn't put him in impossible situations either. There yeah. was no third and 40, you know, and or whatever we've seen in the past where right when we're catching some momentum, we had a, a penalty that threw our juju off. So it has. But CK said it earlier is that really this shows you like what, you know, this was the difference today was quarterback play. But there were a lot of other small things that went into this. The opponent their problems. They had more penalties than we did. And I think the thing that shows this was a clean game, guy, is I set the post-game show to be to start at 7.30, and the game was over at 7. Uh, other games were nice. still playing, and we were just able to clock didn't stop a lot in this game uh, for either team. And I think for the Cardinals, they had one of their better games. There had been a penalty machine, so seven penalties for them was a good, good day today. So good win. Um, and, and you know, you just got to take, you take your W's, you take your medicine when you get the L and we move on to next week. But I think you're exactly right. Cody, the Houston game is the measuring stick. And if they're not the measuring stick because their offense, it's going to be, you know, their offense can put up points. Wait until we play Jacksonville because their yeah. defense is no joke. Yeah. Their defense is legit. And you saw how foolish they made the Titans look. And that's all about the defense there. And that would be the team here. If, if Kyle Allen can survive that game, that's what I'm also worried about is Kyle Allen hasn't been thrown to the turf. What happened last time? The first time he was either one of these guys were thrown to the turf. They died last year. They yeah. were both injured. Yeah. Taylor, all of them left yeah. with in injury last year. So we'll see, but man, you got to be happy that we got a W and I hope we can continue with it. Next call. 
Hey, guys, sorry. This is your den mom again. Forgot to say so. Glad we hmm. snubbed out that rug rat Kyla Murray. <laughs> she, t- <laughs> she calls him a rug rat. All right. Next call, 252-228-5098. Hey, guys. Josh from Mass here. Josh Got to hear from him. Uh, nice to see the offense click. Nice to see the uh, defense do some nice things. Two picks off of Kyle Murray, and, yeah, he's a rook. Um, and they probably shouldn't be playing him this early into his uh, NFL career, but it is what it is. Um, you know, like I said, glad to see the win, glad to see some change from losing. But I do believe we need to temper expectations going into the future. We need to be realistic about what's going on here. All right. Yes. Alan looked good tonight. Well, today. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with enjoying it. But let's be real. He was up against the number 31 defense in the league. That's second from last. Yeah. Let that sink. Let that sink in. Let it marinate. Okay. Is this kid a solid backup? Absolutely. Is he ready for prime time? Um, well, anybody who says that is higher than the Rocky Mountains. Okay. <laughs> Just be real. That's all I'm asking here. Let's be honest. And uh, Greg Little looked real good today. Glad to see it. So uh, a lot of good things to be talked about tonight on the podcast, and uh, hope to hear about it. Hope to see you all in there. Keep pounding. Keep pounding, brother. Yeah. Keep pounding, man. Yeah, I mean, that's I think well, we've all kind of – said it a bunch of times at this point uh, you know it, it's it's good to be happy for kyle allen um but we also need to pump the brakes you know i mean and, and listen uh, you know this is not for us this is for the people that have never liked cam newton always yeah because they're gonna latch on and yeah, say we yeah, told I mean, they, you they we were yeah. right yeah they call him the f-150 uh, truck having mofos <laughs> yeah. that, that that just you know have been wanting to move off of Cam Newton forever. A- a- anyone that talks about the Panthers on Facebook, put it that way. Uh, so yeah, I mean, listen, that's where the controversy is going to come from. But yeah, it's we're happy to know that we have a competent backup that can do the job and and move the football. We're not completely inept. How about this? Is already better than Derek Anderson's ass ever was. Amen. I was not. Well, you know, uh, okay. You say that. All right. I remember two years ago. I I remember two or three years ago. I was talking about on this podcast. Y'all talking about, I wasn't on here yet. I was listening uh, about Derek Anderson being the best backup quarterback in the NFL. So hindsight is a bitch. Like I'm just saying, Anderson is the best backup quarterback in the NFL. I never and now said that. <laughs> I wouldn't sign him for anything. So. I, yeah, well, I mean, he's also like 20 years older than he was with us in 2013. Actually, six years older. But I think uh, too, we need to pump the brakes on Kyle Allen. In this, is that we don't even know if it's a competent back. He had a good game today, and I'm excited that he's going to keep on building this. The thing that maybe I'm wrong going. At this point, or if if we get another win against a good team, is that I thought that without Cam, our season was a flop. Right now, we were able to win without Cam, and that's what we've wanted our backups to do. And we've continued to say, while we thought that maybe signing 
a more legitimate back or, you know, a guy that had more experience in the past would have been a good idea because, well, you know, there was an idea with that Cam has been dealing with these injuries that, you know, he could miss two or three games in the season, even if he had a healthy season. And if if that happened, you didn't want to just immediately regress so far that you lost everything you had built to that point. But right now, I'm not ready to jump on board of anybody's bandwagon other than this, is that I was a little bit overly optimistic for this whole team coming into the season. And it, these first two weeks were very difficult on me emotionally and psychologically about the confidence I had in this team. And this is the first step we've had in the positive direction. Why that is, it's a, a bunch of different factors. But not pump the brakes, guys. It's just like it's time to hit the gas and move on to next week. Right. That's what we got to do is like no pumping brakes. Right. Let's freaking push the gas and let's get this car rolling with some momentum. And if Cam comes back healthy, uh, let's be happy. And if he doesn't, let's see what happens with what we got. And uh, and there we go from there. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't won anything. We haven't lost anything. We haven't proven anything to anyone. We got too much football left to play. Our guys got their confidence back. They feel like they can go in and just have fun. Hey, Kyle Allen was smiling a whole bunch. And listen, you're playing a game for a living, albeit a brutal one. Our team is having fun, and now we can have some hope about this football we're, team. We're still we, in the division. Yeah. We're still in the division. We, we have hope today, uh, right now, that we did not have when we woke up this morning. So, like, Literally, next week, we can win a game and be at the top of our division. Yeah. That's how crazy awesome. it is. We, we can be awesome. number one in the division next week with a win. We've we were managed uh, we managed to avoid the the real fear I had. And the real fear I had was is that Kyle Allen comes out and throws three picks today and uh we lose um one where you know you let a, a team that wasn't that you were better than you would think beat you. That was my real fear. I didn't care how we won today. I didn't care if Kyle Allen would have four yards passing. We just needed a W. Now, the way that we were able to get in team effort was a big deal, but it could have been catastrophe had we lost this game. So push the gas. Let's get back in it. The division is in our hand, but today you lose. If you lost this game today, what would have our conversation been? It's time to tank. It's over. Season over. Yep, time to tank. Yeah. I agree. So it's Season crazy, over. and this, I yep. think, has been Greg's point for the last maybe 30 minutes when he keeps talking about when you keep talking about like, hey – um, you know, what if we would have won this game? That's how close it is. It's one game away from the season being a disaster. And uh, and it's one game away from this being excited about. We've got uh, one, two, three, four, four calls left. There, Not all of them are super long. Let's go through maybe five. Next call. Let's knock them out. Yeah. Hey, C3, what's going on? Had to make this quick phone call. Um, yeah, man, really impressed with Kyle Allen. He did really good. And I'm not here bashing Cam, but I feel like when Cam plays, he's too emotional. Because when things ain't going his way, I think that affects the team. But with Kyle, even though he's fumbled early in the game, he was able to come back, make plays. He was upbeat throughout the game. That positive energy, the defense was able to feed off of that. And I love Cam. He brought a lot to Carolina. But he's. When things are good, things are good. When things go bad, his demeanor, the way he looks on the sideline, that brings the whole team down. Right now, we just need a positive quarterback. 
And today, Kyle Allen was that, and he did his thing. Defense showed up. That's all I got. Thanks. Yeah, a bunch of crackers won it for you. (laughs) Hey, that's racist. (laughs) Yes, it is. Oh, let me Uh, add again. This is your boy, G-Baby from Roy, Utah. Hey, that Atlanta pussy-ass Falcons lost. Hey. <laughs> nice. Hey, nice. I like it. I like it. Hey, it's about to be a good week at work. Hey, let's go, Carolina Panthers faithful, baby. Keep y'all's heads up. I know I was down last week. Yeah. But it's a new week, baby. It's a new week, and I'm feeling great. And I can't wait to go to work. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I said I can't I'm wait. Gonna I can't wait to go to work. I love yeah. you. Yeah. Holding it down, baby. Baby, and I'm finally out. And hey, and let me, let me, let me say I'm, I'm gonna get a little puff, puff, half this motherfucker. Let's go! Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Great call. Way to rack it up, guys. I think the only, th- the only thing that could have really truly made this day better is uh, Seattle finding a way to beat New Orleans. How do these guys continue to win? Uh, is that a referendum? How about this? Is uh, would is anybody saying junk talking junk about Russell Wilson not being able to pull it out against the backup quarterback? Ooh, no, no, no. no. nobody, right. no, nobody will say he's that. He's good. He's good. Russell Wilson is good. That's why we're not going to say Russell Wilson it. is good. I'll give you that. But and I nobody will bring up lost. the fact that he he couldn't win, pull that game out. Nobody will, will bring the fact up that uh, Tom Brady missed a wide open, wide open guy by six yards today. I brought it to my dad because my dad's a Cam Newton hater. Uh, Dude, there are so many players in the NFL that get so many more passes than Cam Newton does, and it's insane. I don't want to say it's the race card. I I don't want to say that. But there's a little bit of that that has to do with it. You know, the fact that he's a black quarterback, uh, I I, I just can't stand seeing the bias. Like, you know, I don't mind any anybody who they are, no matter what you believe in, no matter what you think. Yeah, there's bias. Of course there's bias. Remember when everybody said Teddy Bridgewater was trash and he was the best quarterback in that class? Remember there were no uh, Lamar uh, Jackson. uh, Help me out. Not Lamar Jackson. um, Deshaun Watson. Again, he's the guy there. Patrick Mahomes looks like he's – I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying this is that there are those things and there are some guys right now that could tear down uh, those preconceptions. I I think Kyler Murray could be one of those guys. He really just is a beautiful – looks like just has a – he reminds me of a miniature Patrick Mahomes when you just see how fluid the motion is and how they can sling it. But, yeah, um, there is something to it. Let's just be happy today, and let's be happy that we are still in this divisional race. Yeah. Hi. Well, you know, what's up, the- Breeze? If you call me, I'm back. I'm, Cody. Um, I'm back from calling in earlier today. Um, Cody, I think you, you need to um, – you don't ever respond to your Twitter. I think you would tweet. I tried to catch you before the show. Um I just heard that, um, like I say, Allen did good today, but Cody, um, your boy needs to, uh, whatever's going, happening with Cam, he needs to, um, get, get his mind straight and stuff together because if, if Cal play like this for the next couple, for the next, the next game or the next couple of games, um, you know, Things are really going to be interesting. 
and that caller that was gave his conspiracy theory about Tampa to the tip him down and said that I like that theory. I hope that theory is true. I, I what do you guys think if Cam sits out for the rest of the year? Give me your guys thoughts. You haven't really talked and conversated nope. about that topic. What do you think nope. if that's if 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 Cam sits out for the year, the rest of the hill up, what is your thoughts on that? Would it be good for the team, for the team's future? Or what do you think? Let me know. All right, keep up. Nope. So, let me let, let me ju- uh, jump in here. Do Carl, it. I did respond to you on Twitter. You asked me when we're going live, and I responded to you and said right now. So I did respond to you on Twitter. And number one, that there's more uh, that goes into that question. It depends on what our record is at the end of the year. If uh, if Cam Newton sits out all year and Kyle Allen plays, and we go to the playoffs. Well, then it's a hard scenario to think about Cam Newton starting again when you only have to pay him $2 million mm-hmm. next year. Now, if we're talking about a team that misses the playoffs or we're middle of the pack, then, yeah, Cam Newton, it was you know, he deserves to play out the final year of his contract and ball out or fizzle out. Uh, but I do, not, I do not foresee a scenario where Cam Newton – is sitting out the entire year. Um, it's not something I want to happen. I just want him to be healthy and come back and ball out in this offense. I would say okay. it complicates the question of what to do with Cam a little bit, right? Is that the, the – well, there's there's a couple of ways this is going to pan out. Is that Cam um, – turns out there's something going on. We don't know what it is. Maybe it's health, whatever it is, and he doesn't come back to the team, which we don't have any reason to believe that that's the case at this point. But, you know, and then the team does well, right? Then you have the same thing that could happen. He doesn't come back this season because he's not ready and or whatever it may be. And we do terribly, right? But then the all it comes down to this is wherever you're at at that point, what if Cam Newton plays well at the end of the season? It really comes down to how do you feel about his health? Is uh, Are there real issues going on with his health going forward? The team has an opportunity to get out of the final year of his contract next year with limited punishment. But if that's the case, then you're really talking about we are trying to rebuild. Now, it might be the time to rebuild because, Cody, you've continued to say that this coaching staff is on the hot seat, right? What do you do when you rebuild? You bring in a man, uh, you bring in a new general manager, you bring in a coach that he picks, and you give them potentially their pick of the direction that they want to take this team in the next few years. You've commented on that with Lincoln Riley, but there is a middle ground too, as you bring in mm-hmm. somebody and you say, you got Cam Newton for a year. Let's see what happens. And then what do you do? I don't know. I think you're right on the money, Cody. We, there's a lot of factors that have, that we have to see pan out, pan out before we can really truly under- answer that question. Yeah. It's too early to tell everyone in the chat room. Give us an audio check. They were saying that our audio, uh, uh, the volume is low. It dipped down for some reason. So, okay. Well, well yeah. Cody, let, let, let me ask you real quick, based on what Tony yeah. said. I know you're a big Lincoln Rally guy, and I, I understand he has Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield and all these guys coming out of the S, the the, the Pac-12 or whatever he's in uh, that that are amazing. 
What do you think he's gonna? What do you think he's gonna do if he comes into a NFL franchise and he has a quarterback that is four and twelve in his first season? Like, trying to think. What 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 if he has a reality check? What if he doesn't have a top five high school recruit coming in? He has to come into a defense that is different than anything in college. What do you think is going to happen with 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 uh, Lincoln Riley? if he is put into the Panthers offense with the system we have right now. Well, one, if, if we're going to commit, if we we're going to commit to someone like Lincoln Riley, you, you have to, you, you, you can't do them like they did Steve Wilkes in Arizona. You can't let him have a year okay. and then and kick him to the curb. And okay. then of course, I mean, listen, I don't evaluate quarterbacks based on their first year in the NFL coaches. I mean, I, I, I but, you but we do, want, but we do in college. Right? Well, but you want instant results. But it's just not always going to be that way. Um, uh, players need time. Coaches need time to to gel and implement their system. Um, my my love affair with Lincoln Riley as a coach is that he understands how to utilize the talent that he has and coach it up to be better. And he's proven to do so time and time again. You know, uh, you know people said that the offense is a gimmick or whatever. The Patriots, uh, Philadelphia, so many, so, so many teams are starting to do this and, and implement those kinds of concepts. Tom Brady is almost never under center. Never. I mean, so they're doing it in the, in the NFL. It's about how you implement that into the NFL. Um, I, I'm positive that with enough time and with, with the kind of personnel, why they could do the same thing for Cam Newton. But – I mean, is that going to happen? I don't know. But, I, I mean, as someone that looks at the X's and O's, there's a lot to love about that kind of offense when you implement it in the correct way. And I believe Lincoln would do that. So you think Riley can fix our offense? Well, I mean, hey, it might not be broken. Maybe I'll be tur- I'll uh, turn out to be wrong about North Turner. But if no, it, uh, it, it, it's broken. It's broken. But then, but then yeah. if, it's, if it's broken – and North Turner is not the guy, then why not bring in an offensive-minded head coach, someone that wants to do something new? I'll give you that. If it's broken, fix it. I'll give you that. If it's broke, you have to fix it somehow. Yeah. But we'll see what happens, you know? All right. You're listening to the C3 Panthers podcast. Two more calls to go. What's going on, guys? This is Shake and Bake. I just wanted to say that. uh, Shake and Bake, what's up? Shaking Kyle Allen, you know, he, he did what a backup does, you know, came in, filled in through some good passes. Uh, Greg Little should get a little uh, recognition as well because, like, it was some good protection out there for him to complete the passes that he did. But Cam said a man to me, let the man heal. We played the Arizona Cardinals. This is not – it's like beating a, a Miami That's Dolphins, right. like – Good Arizona's point. not going to be nothing. That's not a good enough litmus test for me. Yep. Uh, we'll see again next week versus Houston. That'll be, that should be a little bit more of a test for Kyle Allen to really see where he's at. But uh, still waiting for Cam to show left to come back and show y'all who the man is. Keep Boy, he on. almost had that pick, didn't he? Miles Garrett, by the way, five, um, five sacks through three games. Uh, the other thing is, uh, one other thing that, to bring up about that, what I did like about Kyle Allen today was, didn't he look loose? 
And uh, and if, I want to remind you guys, do you I mean, they said there were something like 30 of his friends and family there because he's from the that area, right? He's from right. um now the last time I heard something similar to that was Devin Funches going back to Detroit where he had 30 family members, right? And all this and guess what he did? He did not look loose, right? He had that record drop for like I mean that that day. So what we got was is that that's that's some good things right there is that hey, he you can only do what you you know, you only play the game that you have at your fingertips, right? You can't play better opponents. You got to beat the opponents that are in front of you. He looked you loose. Well, I was going to, I can say that in Arizona specifically, I know Cam Newton won a national title in Arizona, I think. And I know that his first game in the NFL was Arizona and he blew up. So I know personally, Cam Newton has a big history in Arizona playing games and winning. Uh, but he wasn't in this game. So it changed everything up. Uh, Cody, what do you think? Uh, I want to apologize to Candy, who I accidentally put in the timeout that was meant to go to Lee. Sorry, Candy, it only lasts for uh, 300 seconds. My bad, baby. But you, you know oh. we love you. Um, I mean, uh, what was the question? Say that one more time. <laughs> I was dealing with some some idiot trolls in the chat room. He's already been suspended once, too, to the, this time, I think. Yeah, he's talking <laughs> trash about everybody. Um, yeah, man, re- re- repeat that question one more time. I think it was basically the location of the game and what it has to do with the uh, effect of the game. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, listen, man, uh, like I said, it, it's hard for me to not um, have a lot more hope coming coming out of this than, than I did before. I was not a believer in Kyle Allen and homeboy shut me up. Uh, he did well today. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like we're kind of repeating the same thing here. Uh, but it, it was Arizona. So we don't know yet. Yeah. But, I mean, it, I, I, is there anyone among us that doesn't feel better about this team right now than we did when we woke up? I mean, th- there's reason to be hopeful about our season. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I didn't feel bad about the team. I didn't feel bad about the team at all. I have been the only reason we feel better today is one, well, two reasons. We got a W, and two is that we've had we didn't have to think about what about Cam Newton for a moment. Yeah. For a moment, I we agree. forgot about the fear, and that's what it is. Is that it's not even been that Cam played bad. I can deal with uh, one of my heroes just not being the Superman that I see every moment. I can deal yeah. with disappointment for people that I love. It's the fear of the unknown, and I tell you, we are always the most unsettling thing to people. Is the I always talk about because I teach history. I say the reason this is that people always say the good old days, the good old days that that the Earth is going to a hell in a handbasket kids these days they say that not because it's true because overall i feel like the world is progressively getting better like i mean everything about our mm-hmm. lives it seems to improve year to year now i know there's could be setbacks but i think the right. real reason we do that psychologically is because the past there's a certain certainty to the past right is it's already happened and you feel mm-hmm. this comfortableness with it first second you get to avoid thing you get to forget about all the cruddy things right of your past and you only look at 
the the good moments but the real unsettling part about the future is the unknown and and that's really what has been so Cody to answer your question do we not do we feel better I don't feel better or worse you know what is just for a moment I haven't had to have that fear of what it could be and yeah. just I can be happy with this point well today, you know this moment. diving into what you're talking about man you're, you're talking about the difference between fickle and abyss and I know they're two totally different words but fickle is 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 ever-changing and that is the way life is life is fickle doesn't matter where you where you're playing Unless you're the Patriots, life is fickle. You know, yeah. it's always yeah. going to be changing. You never know what to ha- what to expect. Uh, and and the abyss is the unknown. You know, which is what we're always diving into. So I feel like most life experiences are diving into that abyss and never knowing what to expect in the future. Unless you're a Patriots fan, uh, and 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 everything else before that is very fickle. Like you don't know what to expect. You don't know where you're going to go. You don't know what's going to happen. And I think that's kind of the way not only football is, but life is. And to your point, Tony, uh, you know, we, we just got to kind of roll the punches and see what happens. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. Everything is very fickle and the future is the abyss and we have no idea what's going on. So, you know, what you said is hundred percent accurate. Yeah. There is no, no way of knowing what we see in the future. And isn't it nice to just not have that kind of wait for a moment you know, yes. where you can just at this point, it's like if you're almost like if you have some, if you have like a cancer or something, if you could just have one good day where a friend stops by and you had a cup of coffee and you didn't have to think about it for a moment. And uh, we got to win. Win for the good guys here today. The number is yeah. 252-228-5098. And also apologies to anybody who does have cancer because it's nothing like having cancer. No. What's up with the boy? Full test on. Ain't giving up on Cam yet. No way you can give up on Cam. No. Way never. too much for the franchise as a whole. But no. Kyle Allen, congratulations. Good job. Keep up the good work. Cam Newton, we need you to get that hunger back, man. Somebody coming for yep. your spot, man. What you going to do? But other than that, Panthers, good game. Dante Jackson, good game. <clears throat> Two picks. You know you got it in. Keep it up. Loop continuously. Killing everybody was um, great game. Panther Nation, keep wrong. Uh, Cody, you said it's difficult. YouTube makes it difficult. You know, it also makes it difficult when there's such a lit chat. And there have been, we we had 100 people watching the show. We crested 100 people for the first time. Thank you for your support. 71 people have stuck through the entire post game show. And so, Cody, you were right on the money, but the chat was so lit. That them mugs were just flying by right there. And these, <laughs> and, and boy, um, it's nice to see this. You know what I'm really excited about with this, with the group of people that have been in the chat room, the listeners, that? is that we've had big shows, guys, because there's been bad news the last couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? Bad news brings a lot of fan opinions. Today yeah. was good news. Today huh? we got good news and the fans were there. One. We needed One, this. This is for today's win was just as important for the fans, I think, as it was for the team. And we forget, yes. yeah, you know, or at least that's how I feel. We live and die with these guys. Um, and today there was a win for the good guys. And um, and let's just do this. Is that look, we've been through the calls. Cody, where can they follow you on Twitter? At Cody Lax, C O D Y L A C. 
I just want to leave the show with this. Uh, pressure makes diamonds. And, you know, it's okay. Or, if, or if, birth if, pipes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it makes diamonds or birth pipes. And right now, um, you know, if Cam Newton is going to have to hear the same takes that we are, is Cam done? Is Kyle Allen the future? Then, listen, man, the pressure is on. When Cam Newton gets back to being healthy, I hope it comes back and lights the NFL on fire like I still believe in him to do. I want to make sure that's been said. I love my Cam Newton. That's the reason why I fell in love with football. Um, I'm on Team Cam, and talk to me on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Greg, Greg, tell them where they can find you. And again, here, I really want to personally thank you for having me on your podcast. I hope uh, you enjoyed having me on as much as I enjoyed being on. I had a, a fun time. Uh, and it was a nostalgic moment for me. Oh my god, dude! I I can't even begin to describe how it feels. Uh, you can find me at the Bad Daddy Fifty Two on Twitter. I also run another show. It's uh, the Super Civil Servants Podcast, and you can find us at SCS Podcast One on Twitter or SCS Podcast One at Yahoo dot com if you want to comment on the show. Tony, you were on our show this Friday. We talked for like three and a half hours about. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze great movie that will drop tomorrow morning so anybody who is listening let us know and well not let us know but check the show out uh, tomorrow morning that will be on the uh, the internets so yeah. but and uh, I came you prepared I came with notes yeah. I was ready to go yeah. I made <laughs> observations I, yeah, uh, I, I was worried about Shredder's you brought ins- existential moments so yeah. I, I got a lot of things to say, but guys, you know what we also got to talk about is Carolina Panthers, and we do it on Tuesday nights, the number one Panthers podcast, because we don't quit, and you guys yes. don't either. You've hung out with yes, us sir. for the last couple of years. This podcast has been gaining momentum and momentum because we're building a community, and you guys are doing it in the chat room. You guys who listen on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, you guys are part of that community. The people that call into the cat calls line are part of that community, and we're going to keep growing together, good, bad, or ugly. We'll be here Tuesday night, 9 p.m., to talk about the Carolina Panthers and this resurgence now, this moment of hope that we get, and this moment of levity. Guys, that's the show, and uh, I'm calling it. Keep pounding, guys. I hear you, man. Keep pounding, brother. Keep pounding. Keep pounding. On to Houston. Yes, sir.